Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Mature Gamer Podcast Bits and PCs. That is right, isn't it, lads? 24? Um, Feels like it. Yeah, 24. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I, by my reckon, that's a good 48 hours of... Um, <laughs> if you if you, you want to go and do a, have a bit of a marathon, then that's forty eight hours of listening to this drivel that you can, uh, you can, you can I'm, listen to. I'm willing to bet there's no one man enough for a forty eight hour marathon. You could do a flight to Australia and back and like listen to the whole thing there and back, can you? Oh. It would help you sleep anyway, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, if you hadn't worked out already, uh, with me tonight we have Vimesy. Hello. Uh, Beastie. Ahoy, hoy. And an occasional visitor to these shores, uh, Mr. Pete. Special guest, you mean? Yeah, Pete, how are you doing? Well, special Hello. guest, you're supposed to be on here as regularly as everyone else. I mean, what is it that's <laughs> so fulfilling in the real in your real life that prevents you from appearing on this once every couple of weeks? <laughs> Don't go there. Don't answer that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I have met your wife, yeah. I, sorry, I know, yeah. <laughs> right, let's get straight on with it. Um, and... Um, I believe we're looking at Vimesy. What have you been playing this week? I've just looked down the running order, actually. I see everyone's got, like, stack loads of games, and I've got one, because um, all I've been playing this week is Planetside 2, um, which is... Uh, it's just come out of, out of beta, sort of real proper release. Um, free-to-play kind of MMO first-person shooter. Um, obviously, the sequel to Planetside 1. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. Really, it's 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 very good. I'm really enjoying it. It's basically three factions squabbling over um, some continents, huge maps, two thousand people in a in a you know big firefight over the over the the the, the map, trying to um, cap bases, and you've got everything from ground warfare with tanks and um, kind of quad bikes and all that sort of stuff, and big futuristic VTOLs and kind of aeroplane wars and big troop transports lumping people and drop ships and all that kind of stuff. And it's just very, very good. I really like it. It's very, very pretty. Um, it plays a little bit like Battlefield. It's much, much more in-depth. There's a huge, huge range of different types of things you can upgrade. So your character, when you basically go into this, you choose one of three factions and then you upgrade your character to, to whatever you want. So a bit like Battlefield, you're not restricted to class. You just have your one character. So mine's obviously Bimesy. Um, and then you can certify yourself in whatever you want. So you can certify yourself fully engineer spec if you want, or you can do a little bit of engineering, a little bit of medding, a little bit of, um, light assault or something like that. And, and you can kind of mix it up or you can just go down one pure route. Um, and then you, zap off across the continent and, and shoot other people in the head. Um, it's very good. Is it, I mean, I sorry, it's uh, free to play and everything. And obviously there's not a lot of talk out for the piece for as a PC only title. I just can't, I couldn't be bothered to play it really. Um, so you're saying it's definitely worth me downloading in the Christmas I think it's, break. It's, it's definitely worth a go. I think there's, um, as, as with any, as with any kind of MMO, there are, if you go on the forums, there's always people bitching about something or other, and you know, well, this is too, you know, this doesn't work, or this is overpowered, or this needs nerfing, or whatever. You get that everywhere. All I can say is that um, it's the first couple of hours you play are going to confuse the hell out of you because it's really quite complicated. It's a bit mm-hmm. like it reminds me a little bit of um, 
Dust on the play on the PlayStation Three. Okay. Uh, so similar sort of thing, but again, a very very in depth, um, complicated kind of menu system certification system, um, and kind of working your way around the map. What you really need to do is hook up with some friends or in a squad or hook yourself up with what you know clan to an outfit or something like that. Um, I played about. I guess about eight or ten hours of this game. So I'm just getting my head around it now. Not very good at it. Um, one of the things it has highlighted to me is that console shooters have completely fucked up my first person skills on the keyboard. <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I cannot coordinate my keyboard hand at the moment at all with, you know, trying to slap reload and whatever else. And, um, it, I'm just finding that really difficult to get back into, but it's, it's you know, it's coming together. Um, but it's, it's definitely worth a shot. Like I said, it's free to play. You've got nothing to lose. Um, the people, we've got a few people on the forum who are playing it and they're, they're really enjoying it. I managed to get a few games in with them. Um, and a couple of games with a few other people. Um, and I also went in just as a random and joined up with a squad that was open and, a few, you know, a few people on that. And we had a really, really good time. It does. It does. It's very much like Battlefield, where it's kind of hierarchical. So somebody will take charge and sort of say, "Right, we're going over here. You're going to go there. You're going to go there. You're going to take this and this and this." And that worked quite well for me. I've got no problem with doing that sort of thing. So um, that's how it seems to play best. It's very, very difficult to play Lone Wolf. But you know, like I say, it's free to play. There are options out there if you obviously want to give Sony your money. Um, <laughs> so they do things that they do a, a subscription-based method if you want. Um, I think it starts at about eight and a half quid a month. I'm not sure of the exact monetary amount. But what that gives you is, is kind of uh, an extra XP boost and it gives you certain various, a certain amount of what they call station cash um, every month. I think 500 station cash every month or something like that. Various other little perks. Um, or what you can do is you can just pay for station cash. So when you're in there, a bit like, you know, if any you know, iOS game where you can buy coins to, to do stuff. So you can buy kit. So if you wanted to go and buy the latest gun, it might cost you, you know, 500 station points, um, station cash, sorry. Um, or you've got cert points, which are basically like XP and you can spend XP on, um, your actual certification. So you upgrade to your person. So you buy kit with station cash and you buy, um, your kind of upgrades to your character just with XP kind of, um, so and you- it, it seems to work quite well. So could it is it is that a suggestion it could be like a pay to win game? Well, in, there's there's a lot of certification. I mean, you could go out there and buy. I mean, I think the thing that's it's very expensive. You're going to spend. I was looking at some of the guns, and they do kind of like um, occasionally they do bundles. And there was a bundle that was on sale for kind of your vehicle kits, um, and, and you know it had a rocket launcher thing in here and some different camos and all sorts of different bits and pieces. And they were selling it for like two thousand. Uh, station cash and I worked that out to be around about 20 quid and I was just like I'm not paying 20 quid mm. <laughs> I'm just not going to that's a so, lot yeah it, it does it does seem and I'm not I don't want to get too hurt up on this because I'm not sure of the exact numbers and I don't want to sit there going oh it's really, really but it did all of it seems to be if you wanted to pay cash it does seem hideously expensive which I think is probably the wrong way to go because obviously it's better if you sell them cheaply um, and get more people buying them in my opinion but uh, most people seem to be sticking with the free-to-play route and not doing it the weapons that you get and you unlock as you go forward are absolutely fine you don't need to buy any kit if you don't want to and there's certainly just cosmetic stuff that you can buy with cash that obviously isn't going to make any difference to your the way you play the game at all um, and I've got no real problem with play to you know if you, if you want to pay to win um, 
I think if it re- if it's really overpowered. But if you're going to go, you're going to give me a, a, an assault rifle, and someone else can go and buy another assault rifle. In reality, I'm not sure it's going to make a huge amount of difference. You know, at the end of the day, even if it's massive, you know, it would have to be massively overpowered to make a huge amount of difference in my eyes for me. Um, and I don't, I don't see them doing that particularly. So I've been having fun with it, and like I said, it's a free-to-play game. I'm really getting, quite getting sucked into it and, and had a really good time. I got hooked up with a, a crew of about 40 people um, the other night, and we sort of had six dropships, these big, huge VTOL-type dropships charging across the, the tundra, all in sort of formation, and we got to this base. We all piled out of these of these VTOLs and charged the base and sort of swarmed over ramparts and, and, and managed to cap it. And then there was a big fight back battle with tanks coming in and uh, aircraft swooping over and stuff. And it's just it's really, really big. So, yeah, it's definitely worth having a go at. I might take a look. That's certain. Sounds good. Cool. I actually downloaded it as well, but I didn't play it. So <laughs> um, I watched a video on it. I watched um, Total Biscuit talking about it. He, he was mm-hmm, whinging mm-hmm. about it. Um, yeah. It looks the scale looks very good. Um, if you've got a, if you've got a reasonable rig, it, it looks really pretty. It is very nice. Yeah, but I mean, I, when I meant the scale, I mean the the size of the environment. I mean, it looks mm-hmm. it looks. It looks crazy. Um, I wouldn't mind uh, getting involved in that. Um, it, from what I saw, it seemed to be a bit of a Battlefield three-stroke Halo. Yeah, it's less of a Halo. There's, this is certainly not as bouncy as Halo. Um, you know, there's not people bunny hopping all over the screen. So uh, that, that's a good thing in my book. Cool, but yep, yeah, it looks um, pretty good. So that's kept you away from Far Cry. It has. It's been really surprising, actually. I didn't think it. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be caning my way through Far, and I'm getting itchy. Um, you know, I want to, I want to get on with Fark. I want to f- at least finish the main storyline, and I really want to get back on that. But uh, Planet Side's kept me away so far. Fair enough. Well, there's no greater accolade. Um, my PC has decided, or my Mac has decided, it wishes to force close Safari to so they can update Adobe Flash. So I have no idea who's next in the list. So uh, whoever it, it is, can they speak up, please? It's me. It's oh, me. It's Pete. Pete. And so, can you um, speak up? Yeah, because you sound really quiet. Do I sound really quiet? No, you're talking about I sound too noisy usually. But yeah, so, um, well, I basically wandered into my local Asda the other week and I uh, I stood there for 10 minutes deciding whether I should spend my money on Black Ops 2 or Modern War- Warfare 4, I think it is, isn't it? And uh, in the end, I bought no, Black hey, Ops whoa, 2. Whoa, 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 whoa. Modern Warf- isn't it Modern Warfare 3? Yes. Is it 3? Yep. Maybe it is. Call of Duty 4 was Modern Warfare 1. Ah, uh, see, this is where I got confused. But basically, it was <laughs> Call of Duty or Modern Warfare. And I sort of stood there thinking, which one do I buy? And in the end, I buckled and bought Black Ops 2 because I've got Black Ops 1. And I played that on the Wii. Uh, and then I bought, obviously, Black Ops 2 for the PC. And I thought, I'd have a go at that. Looks really good. Really enjoyed the first one. I heard Vimesy talking about it the other week. I know you've been playing quite a few hours in it, haven't you? Did you finish it? Have you finished it yet? I haven't touched a single player at all, mate. Haven't you? Oh, not doing... COD oh. games, I, I, I haven't touched a single player in a COD game since, uh, I think, Modern Warfare 1, the one with the helicopter crash in it anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. with, the, with the, the nuclear sunset, as it were. So I haven't played that. I, I only buy them for the multiplayer. Well, I do the campaign first, and then I go and play the 
the multiplayer. So I thought I'd do the campaign. I've only invested about four hours in it so far, and I've been playing on um, on John's machine that he uh, he has long term lent me, and it uh, kept bloody crashing. So in the end, I just loaded it up on my. Uh, my oh, what have you done to it? I don't it, know. It was it was tip top <laughs> when I gave it to you, mate. Well, the problem I've got with the thing is, is I first of all, because I've got a Steam account, obviously, and when I loaded up the the, C, the DVD, it wanted to point at the Steam account for it, and that's no problem. But for some reason, anything I do with Steam on your computer takes forever to download, and I stick it on my laptop, and it's done in like you know half an hour. So I don't know. I probably just need to rebuild the thing, right? Because it's the, the disks are partitioned, and you've got um, an SSD on there. And I, what I did is I reloaded. Um, Steam onto the SSD because you had it on the HDD and there wasn't enough space to for all the games I was downloading, so I'd moved it over. And um, but it's always been slow, so I don't know if I just need to start again from scratch. Um, it's, it's a bit got, odd. I haven't come across that before. No, it does sound weird, but it no, is. I mean, I've got my countryside broadband, but it was fine on my laptop, right? So why it's doing it okay on my laptop, which is one drive? It's got to be the two, the split drive thing. It's got to be. Sounds like you sold you a shonky, mate. No, no, no. Hang on. For a start, for a start, (laughs) Pete, for a start, I don't believe there is an SSD in there unless that SSD that I gave you when I brought it over to you, you put into that PC. There's no SSD. There is no SSD. There's one hard, one physical hard drive partitioned into two two bits or maybe three bits. There's either an operating system bit. There Possibly is a page bit. Uh, there's an OS bit, one for your movies. Definitely, I think it's definitely two. There's definitely a partition, so it's, it's looking. Yeah. It looks like two drives. Oh, well. I think that's the problem. But there's no so reason how, why how, you can't go and rebuild that whole damn thing if you want. I will. I think I'll do that. Put, my put, put, in, put that SSD in and put the operating system on that. Yeah. And then just have the, that other whole drive as where you put all the games and stuff. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, do you know what? If I had a NAS drive, this is probably projects now. Could I put all the games on a NAS drive? No, that won't work. Over? Well, it oh. will work, but it won't work. If you It'll be to. shit. Will it? It'll be slow, basically. Yeah, it's all about bus speed. That's why, you know, things that talk internally yeah. on the PCB, nice and quick, things that have to go through a network card across a shonky piece of copper that you found probably... <laughs> Holding your belt up, your trousers up at one time. No, no, no. My whole house is Cat 5'd up, mate. Right? So. Well, anyway, uh, a Cat 5 is not going to be quick enough to to handle the the kind of data transfer that you're going to need to be talking about here. Okay, no worries. So, anyway, so I've been playing Black Ops. Uh, I'm enjoying it, really enjoying it. I'll play it to the end if I can, and then I'll go off and I'll play the. you know the, the online stuff, and I played a bit of the zombies, which is pretty cool actually. I quite enjoying that bit as well. Going around shooting the zombies, so you get like three games for the price of one, don't you? So, really enjoying that. And the other thing that I played actually was Sleeping Dogs. I downloaded the demo, which again took about four hours for some reason to come download from Steam onto the computer. So, you know, I'll, I will you know resort it out. But really enjoyed that. What I found though is that a bit like Vimesy was saying, going from a keypad, no, going from a, a, a gamepad to a, a keyboard. It, when you're fighting somebody, you know, you're like, you know, kung fu fighting and stuff, I just found I was getting really confused and I'm trying to mess around with the keys. You know, obviously with a gamepad, it's a lot easier. I mean, you have to get yourself back into the mindset of a keyboard. God, why did you play it on a keyboard and mouse? Why didn't you plug your joypad into the... I need to do that because my joypad is, is broke. I had a USB one. Uh, I, mean, okay. I need to probably go and get um, you guys. Just, next... just get yourself a 360 wired and, yeah. you know, job done. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But, you know, I, I am used to the keyboard. I like the keyboard. 
Um, but I think for games like that, where you're fighting, you definitely need uh, you know, um, a gamepad. But the other thing I found with first-person shooters, um, maybe it's just me, but I find that if somebody is like you know, right behind me on top of me, when you're trying to spin around and grab them or whatever, it gets really quite confusing as if... Um, I don't know, I just sort of struggled to sort of go around and, and attack them on the on the Black Ops 2, I think, in the second mission, or even the first one. You're in some um, guerrilla warfare in Nicaragua, or whatever it is, or I can't remember now, but all these guys are hatcheting you from your head from the back, and you can see all the blood going everywhere, and you're trying to turn around. You turn around, another guy gets you from the other side. And it's like, whoa, you know, it gets very, very confusing. Whereas the old sort of style games where you're, you know, the second person one, sort of third person is called, you can kind of see what's coming at you, can't you? So I'm trying to get my head back into that. So, uh, but good, join that, Sleeping Dogs, very good. Um, Counter Strike, been playing that, uh, love that, can't get enough of that, really enjoy that. Um, and the final one that I've been playing, because I've picked up um, an iPad recently and a, and a Kindle Fire, I've been playing Angry Birds, and my kids are, are getting into that as well. So, so yeah, that's um, kind of me, really, I guess, for uh, the last few weeks. Cool. Um, tis I, tis yeah. I. Um, I've been playing a few games. Um, I, XCOM, uh, after I think John um, Vimes even being so... Uh, Keen on it. I've, I picked up in the Steam sale in late November. And um, it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. Um, it's a little bit, it does have these irritating quirks to it, which uh, I find that you can easily, by chance, uh, l- like lose key members of your team just by moving one unit at the wrong time or something. That gets a bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, I don't want to talk too much purely because I know you've talked about it so much but no it's good fun it's definitely worth um, picking up I've got I think I picked up half price and it was definitely worthwhile um, I need to I don't, whether I can be bothered to complete it I don't know I'll have to see um, I haven't played it for for about a week now but uh, yeah it's it's good fun it's kind of game that I still feel that it'd be perfect for like, the iPad or something like that it's yeah that it would be and I think you're right in, in the sense of if you're in the space where you're playing it I think if you leave it it's very, I yeah. found it very difficult to go back to. But once I did go back to it, I got back in the zone again. And I played it consistently for like three or four days. But then I left it for another two weeks and I haven't been back to it since. So mm. I still think it's a great game. I still really want to go back and finish it off. Um, but I certainly get what you mean by that. Yeah, no, I'm sure I'll get around. I've got some time off now. So Christmas break for me has started. So uh, it's time to play some games, hopefully. Um, but yeah, no, that also picked up in the Steam sale was uh, Max Payne 3 picked up for about six seven quid i think something like that it was quite cheap um oh i <laughs> oh, it's basically cutscene shooting gallery cutscene shooting gallery cutscene shooting gallery and that's all of these <laughs> um but is it good cutscene shooting gallery good well cut it's scene. the cutscenes are very pretty um, but I'm, as, as we've discussed before, I'm not a big fan of cutscenes. I, I try to endure it through, but the shooting gallery itself, this, this, the combat seems to have this almost like an element of chance to it again as well. Yeah. Where yeah. if you don't jump at the right time or don't use your your weird um, time slowing down ability at the right time, you can easily like screw yourself over. And I found that I've done the same area. Like I've just died and died and died and died. Mm-hmm. And that, and yeah, I had that a few times. And sometimes it takes you back far enough that you're thinking, God, this reminds you of like gaming in the 80s where you die, you have to suffer and do it all over again kind of feeling. Oh, um, yeah, some of the save points are ridiculously oh. stupid. 
Um, and it's, it's kind of really going back over the same content for like 10 minutes. You're just like, oh, do you know what? This really got me bothered. Um, but it's, it's kind of lost its noir feel of the first couple of games. Um, it feels Have you got almost... to the New York levels yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. No. Now, that's where it starts to come back, I think, because it's got this very sort of you play, you're playing kind of a mercenary bodyguard person. Uh, down in Sao Paulo, in Brazil, I think it is. Um, I think it's Sao Paulo or something like that. But, you know, after you basically left the police force in, in Max Payne 1 and 2. Um, but then it does flashbacks to when you're in New York. And that's that again, because the New York setting is again dark, dreary, drizzly. It does, re- you know, it's much more noir y. But sure. the setting just says this isn't going to be noir. It's still got that depressing sort of overtone to it. But <laughs> it's not really. Yeah. Noir. I- I think one of the scenes you have where you're basically clinging to a helicopter with a like a effectively a rocket launcher type thing. Yeah. yeah. This reminds me more of Saints Row rather than or Just Pain. Cause or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. I mean, whether I'm going to be bothered to go back to it, who knows? I think the same. I really enjoyed it. I, I really did. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, but I think it went on too long. I mean, I I just basically ploughed through the single player. Um, I think I stuck it on easy and just said, I just want to see what what the story is. Um, and I just I ploughed through it. There's some really good levels in it, and there's some uh, levels in it. There are a few parts where you just sit there thinking, just just stop killing me already, you know, like you say, you know, and you've mm. done it. Um, but th- there's some there's some really good levels. There's, there's a particularly nice one where you're in a football stadium, um, like an American football stadium. There's uh, a couple of more, you know. There's just some nice touches, some nice bits. The storyline does actually pick up and get pulled you through it, but I think it is one of those games that if you're playing it on medium or hard or something like that and you're getting frustrated by the actual gameplay, you'll lose mm. interest in it, which is a shame because the storyline is really good. Yeah, um, I mean, it's certainly got, I mean, Rockstar's flair is definitely there. I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's very, very shiny, very well done. It kind of feels very polished. It's just the gameplay elements, the ones that I'm kind of... Ugh. Uh, wearing down, down too easy and persevere with it because it's it'll be it's worth it. I think. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see if, if I get the chance. I'll uh, do it. It's quite pretty. That's quite nice. Yeah. Um, but I'll take a look. Uh, also, been playing um, a, a few weeks ago. I recommended um, Super Hexagon, which is coming on the iPad, um, and a full um, Steam release on PCs now come out. For, I think it's one ninety nine. I picked up on Steam. Mm. Um, I still recommend it as a rhythm action kind of bastard hard game. Um, it is it is very difficult, there's no doubt about it. But I've actually found the using a keyboard a little bit nicer to play it because all really you have to really do is left and right. But certainly with a mechanical keyboard, um, it feels very sensitive and you don't get quite the same... Because the game is so quick. So you have to be... I mean, if you've seen some videos of it, it makes you kind of nosebleed thinking about how some will play at that speed. Um, but I definitely want to keep it a little bit better. But I still recommend for one ninety nine. it's worth picking up. I mean, it's not going to be a seven-hour spectacular. It's more of a kind of, oh, I've got ten minutes, maybe I'll play this for a bit kind of game. Um, definitely worth picking up. Um, I also got, as it was my uh, birthday a couple of weeks ago, a week ago or something like that, um, I got a load of uh, kind of indie games bought for me so uh, first being which I have to say is my favourite game title of the year Stealth Bastard Deluxe um, yeah, I like that oh, it's the best game title I think it's definitely a, a Vimesy game for certain um, <laughs> I've only played it for, for a short period of time just going to get the feel for it it's very um, 
kind of 16 bit it's got that very uh i'm not sure if it's even 16 bit it's, it's it looks very old school it's very but they've, they've kind of got that humor around it and it's typical uh basic controls plays perfectly fine with the keyboard um, that i've come across um and it's all about avoiding in a kind of mark of the ninja way avoiding uh security traps kind of hiding ducking moving timing um it feels quite feels quite neat how good it will be later on um i don't know but i've only played it so i've only played it for a short period of time so i'm going to hope to spend a bit of time this week uh trying that out and finding out how much of a bastard it truly is um i also had a, another game bought for me called a, a virus named tom uh which is a well, a puzzle game i guess how, how you could describe it where you have to turn circuits round that um to to, com- to spread a virus between the this futuristic um kind of almost jetsons world i guess and your this mad scientist is is out to get his employers who've basically screwed him over. So you're this virus named Tom and you want to screw over all the, the machines around. And it's, it's, it's a simple puzzle game really. And you, they're trying to up the ante all the time. You're avoiding um, antiviruses that are going to try and chase you around to stop you uh, spreading the virus around. And it's, it's just kind of a clever way of just unlocking uh, like kind of a path. You kind of turn tiles to make a straight line or a cross line. It's almost like, it's a bit like actually, um, the hacking game in Bioshock, the first one. Oh yeah, um, where you're kind of turning pipes around to send the flow. It's a bit like yeah. that. And now, as you now said that, it kind of taken the edge off a little bit. And I thought that it's just that, really. I'll play some more. I'll play some more and see if it is. But um, yeah, it's all I've had time for. It's been a. I haven't been feeling too well, and I've been um, traveling for a little bit, so still not a great deal. Yeah, maybe. Um, John, over to, back over to, to you, you John. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, right. So I um, haven't played on my Wii U in over a week. So um, <laughs> join the masses. Uh, well done. Uh, no, not for any particular reason. Just um, been quite busy, um, and um, I don't know. Just ha- haven't got round to it. Um, I did um, after hearing someone talking about the Love Film app on Wii U. Um, watch, you know five minutes of an episode of Red Dwarf and that worked quite well, it was quite nice so that's pretty I hear cool. more people talking about how wonderful the kind of TV remote functions and, and install the app things like Love Film are than I do about the game so far I'm not stating the Wii U because I'm sure you know, I'm sure the games they got out are good and there'll be more ones but just, it's just interesting that for something that's supposed to be you know, launched as a games console I hear more people talking about how wonderful kind of the, the, the flicking between the, the pad and the TV is, and how good the, the being able to use it as a remote control is, and how good Love Film is on it. And I do hear about any of the games. It's weird. Yeah, well, there's not that many games, is there? I guess. Who knows? Whatever. We're sport for choice. Um, well, on a on a related note, um, I was round at um, a family thing today, and one of one of um, Jane's nephews had a, a a 3DS. I'd never seen a 3DS before. They're pretty cool, aren't they? Quite like that. And they were playing. He was playing Super Mario sixty four. I thought, oh bloody, hell, I remember that. <laughs> what a fucking great! And I, had, I, had, I had like two minutes on it, but what a fucking great game that is. It is a magical game. Yeah, it's, no doubt about still, it. I wonder why they don't make more games like that. Because I've been playing. A, I have played a little, little bit, you know, during the show last week and before that, a little bit of this Super Mario. 
on the Wii U and uh, side scrolling platform or whatever. But that that Mario 64 was you know brilliant. I understand the Super Mario 3D two or something. I don't know. I get lost with it on the on the 3DS. That's um, the next you know a new envisaging of Mario 64. Is that right? Anyone know anything about this? Or am I talking to the wrong audience on a PC podcast? I'm definitely not a Nintendo, Nintendo boy at all. No, but I, I do know there was, there was some interesting news that came out of um, Japan that basically the, the, the in, in the last two years, well, 3DS has been out for two years, it sold more in Japan than the PS3 has in the last six. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the way their console you know, is going. They like, they like the handhelds over there for sure. Well, I'm thinking I might treat myself to a 3DS XL. Even though my Vita doesn't get used, and I, I say hate 3DS fucking... XL is probably bigger than the PlayStation. By the look, yeah, yeah. So I might, um, I might give that a go just so I've got the full set. Uh, why not? Why the fuck not? Um, you could open a museum, John, with all the stuff you got me. Oh, Jesus, or or one of those dreadful pound. Uh, what, what are they? Poundland computer exchange. I can see you. Oh yeah, no, whatever. You know the pawnbroker places. Um, <laughs> what are they called? Cash converters. Cash, Cash converters. converters yeah. Shit, yeah. Um, <clears throat> right. So forget that. On to PC stuff. Um, you may recall last week I promised that I was going to complete The Walking Dead, and that. and I did, oh. and it was uh, magical, uh, brilliant. I had I'd done. Anyone who hadn't listened, I, I'd done the previous two episodes pretty much back to back. The first two episodes, sorry. And then for some reason, I never went back to it. And um, I kind of forced myself to, um, instead of picking up LOL, um, copy the save file from my laptop over to my over to my Mac, so more my Windows 7 on my Mac, so that I could play it on my desktop rather than the laptop, which I used on holiday, which was very simple, of course, because it's just copying a file. And uh, cracked on with the story. And... Uh, you know, it it wasn't a huge effort to force me to do that. And then once you start playing it, it it's it's just infectious. You don't want to put it down. So I, pretty, I rattled through um, two episodes one evening and um, the follow, the last one the following day. And um, yeah, it's stunning. Uh, I I can't remember. Have we all played this? I'm I've got halfway through episode four, um, but then I. I lost my save i thought i backed up when i changed computer so i need to power through them again unfortunately yeah but um yeah so good i mean obviously we're not going to give any spoilers um people have talked about an emotional ending which kind of i thought see i can't do it. i can't bring myself to finish it i've i've, I've played episode one and episode two and they're all right and i've just i know that the shit's going to hit the fan in episode three and four and five is just going to get even darker and even worse and i really don't want to end up coming out of this in some form of depression where i want to hurl myself off a bridge um obviously i don't know your psyche i i'm <laughs> i don't think that's going to happen mate it's... i don't know it's just i just i don't want you know it's like it's it's first it's one of the first games i actually thought that says says enough for the game in itself that it's one of the first games i actually thinking i don't know i want to continue you because you're emotionally affecting me already um and it, apparently i know it gets <clears throat> people keep saying oh episode three episode three or it gets or it really gets dark and i think oh my god what the hell else is going to happen now um so, I'm... but then again i'm aware i need to play it because everyone keeps telling me how great it is i don't want to give too many I don't want to give any no, spoilers really don't. away. Don't give any spoilers away. If you're but talking sure. about darkness, I have to say that the second episode was 
the darkest. Oh, really? Oh, okay, fine, I'll play In on. my opinion. I thought but that, was, all... that was bloody obvious, I thought, episode two, but um, okay. No, um, it's just a rollicking story. I'm so looking forward to the next season, um, which I understand is uh, a it's when rather than an if. Yeah. yeah, it's been greenlit. So that's great. Um, oh, well, I might play it over Christmas then, that'll cheer me up. I did my, find myself harking back to that first opening, really kind of at the end of this story, thinking... Oh, just just thinking back to that initial trip in the cop car when it all began mm. and feeling, you know, really <laughs> fond memories of that. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of made I me want to do it again. But prison for life, yeah. It, it doesn't make me want to do it again because although that it takes, what, probably about 10 hours to do all of them, I mean, there's not going to be there's not going to be much variance in playthrough. I know you, all the, your decisions make make a difference, but the reality is it's not going to make that much of a difference, as I understand it. I mean, it's certainly not the case that you know if you'd gone one way, then you end up in a completely Careful. different town, and you don't end up in the same scripted set pieces. So, um, but yeah, it was um, a really, really, really good. Um, Good experience, and I recommend anyone who has either a PC, a PS3, an Xbox 360, an iPhone, an iPad, an Android, or whatever it is, if you've got any of those devices, get The Walking Dead. Um, if you um, haven't, what the hell are you listening yeah, to? This? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so that was excellent, and I it's kind of renewed my um, passion for doing other game, you know, doing gaming, you know, finishing games mm. and doing stories. Sure. Um, Pete, have you played this? Because you, you really liked the Telltale games like Back to the Future, didn't you? I haven't played it, but actually now that I've got an iPad, if you can have it on the iPad, that would be great yeah. for you just to sit, you know, and have a cup of coffee and pick up and just play for a bit. Uh, so I, I, I might do that. I might, that sounds pretty good. But I've, oh, I've read I'd the be, comics. I've read the comics. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've read the comics that John's given me and... Uh, or lent me, sorry. And they're, they're I, I trust really, they're in the same condition. They are in mint condition. Well, they're I've got all the other ones here for you, mate, then. I'll have to read those. Don't. I'll have to come over. Well, actually, can, they've got them on uh, on my Amazon Kindle uh, account. You can actually download them to your Kindle as well um, for the uh, the HD that I've got. So it's actually like, you know, I guess a page-turner comic book, uh, you know, just, you know, an electronic version of, of those. So I know not quite the same, you know, feel of... As a you know a comic book, but uh, I might do that actually and, and download some of those digitally, uh, so I've got those. But uh, oh, well, that's, that's a good idea, and it makes me worry less about your grubby fingers or yeah. my comics. So yeah, go for that. And the TV series as well, I've been trying to look out for. Have you got the TV series on DVD, John? I've, I've got a series yeah, on, on Blu-ray. Yeah, I haven't all the way through that yet. Okay, I'll borrow that. At some but point. what but I yeah. can tell you is that the Walking Dead video game is every bit as good as the comics. Oh, okay. um, mm, <laughs> no? contentious. Mm. I, I'd, I'd say it's more, um, more, more in line with the comic books than the TV series, but I wouldn't say it's quite up to the same count. Um, I don't know. I need to finish it before I can make that. Can say that really, I guess. Well, well, maybe it's because it doesn't, it doesn't rattle along at the same kind maybe of pace. We should, but then we it should, can't, can it? We should all play it, and then we'll do a spoiler cast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, you should do that. Anyway, so that renewed my interest in doing stuff. I played LOL a couple of times. Um, I had a pretty bad experience actually because um, I played a, um, I I played another ranked game and Morgana was banned, Blitzkank was banned. I didn't know what to do, so I'd be <laughs> messing around with um, Monk Doctor Mundo. 
and I thought, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe I can, maybe I can do this. And I failed miserably with him, and I was just getting moaned at. So I was like, oh, do you know what? Maybe I think I'll just play lol with friends. And on the basis that you know, I'm not going to go into public games. That's going to reduce the amount of time that I play it. So um, that was a kind of a subconscious decision to do that. So. During this week, I got an email that with some a game, you know, one of these game code sites off, offering me thirteen pounds ninety nine will get me a copy of Far Cry, which I thought, well, that seems like a bit of a bargain. Cool, no yeah. brainer, mate. So um, I I download I I bought that, and I was all fully prepared to come on here today and have a, a little a little joke and say, and you'll say, you'll ask me what have you done this week, and I say, well, I've bought Far Cry three. Um, and, uh, and leave it at that, and obviously not played it. But I fired it up yesterday, and I had a thoroughly enjoyable three or four hours with it. Awesome! Um, I thought I think it's really very good. It, it seems it's kind of a. It reminds me. I, I may be way off track here. It seems to me to be a kind of Skyrim light mixed with Borderlands, but without the bullshit. And, and I can see where you go with that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare it to Borderlands just because I didn't get on with Borderlands, but. Um, well, yeah, no, it is kind of Borderlands-ish. Well, in as, in as much as it's a FPS RPG, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And and there's all these little missions knocking around all over the place, and some of which are part of a story, some of which are. See, I I have a problem with this. You you said the phrase that I I really have a problem with, which is Borderlands being anything to do with role playing at all, and they call it a, an RPG, a, an FPS RPG. Borderlands is not an RPG. Well, what's an RPG? Isn't it just it's having a levels and game. You're not, def- No, no, no. See, this is the thing. RPG is now meant to mean that anything you know, where you where you progress it with an XP bar or something like that, where you unlock something. That's not role playing. That's progression. Role playing. Not all video games, games role playing. To an extent, but you're not <laughs> yeah. really playing a role, are you? You don't you don't go in there saying I'm playing the siren, therefore I have a backstory, I have a you know I'm hey, whoa, the, is, I'm is playing... Skyrim an RPG? Yeah. Why? Because it's in a fantasy setting. No, because oh. you can create any character you want and you can make any theme around it. You could be a bad character, good character, you could be an orc. You you basically create the concept of your character and you play that role. Yeah. That's why it's different. There's a there's a brilliant piece by somebody I think he, I can't remember if it's PC gamer or maybe another one that he, he writes he's basically chosen to play Skyrim as an illusionist and he's doing it as an RPG so that basically means he's an illusionist therefore no weaponry um, he can't attack anybody he just has to use his skills as an illusionist to play through the game and he's he's it's a brilliantly funny um, funny write up the way he's, the way he's doing it but Skyrim is role playing because you make your own story up around it you can choose which way you want to go it's it's vast it's open there you go ta-da um off off you trot i would have the same problem with calling um far cry 3 a role-playing game it's not you're playing the story that's laid out for you by the developers it's a scripted storyline it's a progressive thing in the sense of look you're getting xp and you can unlock this and you can unlock that and and you know that's different. Unlocking stuff does not make it an RPG. But anyway, that's just my my little bugbear. But uh, I I hate it when people call things like Borderlands and a, a, a role playing game. I really do. I'm 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 not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Far Cry Far Cry Three, uh, very good fun. Um, 
Yeah, I, li- I-, I like it. Um, you- I have to say my GTX 670 won't run it at Ultra. Um, really? It will run it. Um, but the trouble is I've got this stupid fucking resolution on this monitor. The twenty five sixty by whatever it is. So I've actually what I've done is I've actually dropped it down to nineteen uh, uh, 1080p or ten eighty nineteen twenty by ten eighty, and I'm running it at high I think, and with that I'm getting around forty five frames per second, which is uh, a lot smoother than what I was getting at ultra at um, the full res, the native res of the monitor, which was about 24 frames per second. It's still pretty, though, John. Yeah, but um, I'm quite happy with that. I was hoping that it would run it fully, but as I say, it's this big, massive screen. that It's the resolution that it's trying to pump out. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy. It still looks great uh, at those settings. So, And there's enough content in there that, that it doesn't really matter about the... Um, about how pretty it looks because it plays really well. I think yeah. Yeah, um, I quite really enjoyed just um, steaming around in in the car. I don't know what people are moaning about the driving for. It seems perfectly good to me. Um, just mowing down the the, the pirate <laughs> bug guys. Yeah. yeah, and that the the people moaning about that first tutorial bit. I thought that was well. I thought that was well done. Yeah, I think I think. Um... Bouncy would say he really didn't like the tutorial, but I think he went back and played it again and said, actually, it kind of makes a little bit more sense now. But I think it's a really nice way of, of introducing the character and, and, and the storyline and, and, and all that. I think it's a really, really nice way of doing it. But I just, I just, I think the game's great. I think it's, it's a fun game. It's got a strong, dark storyline, certainly as far as I've known. Again, I've, I've only got a few hours into the actual storyline, but that's certainly dark enough to keep your interest. Yeah, um, I've the just, gameplay, it's just fun. I've just met. And I've just met the doctor fella who lives in the mansion yeah. and gone yeah. and got some that? mushrooms. Have done the underground caves yet? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much what I've just done. That was a bit weird, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I quite yeah. like that. That was that was pretty good. So yeah, that's that's about where I am. Um, I'm just about, I'm just about to try and get onto some stranded ship or sorry beached ship or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how far I got, which I guess is an hour and a half or a couple of hours into it. Whatever. Um, I'm just hoping that you know. For, you know, on the basis of that was yesterday, and this week is obviously a working week. That I, you know, don't not totally go it. back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for thirteen ninety nine, who gives a shit? You know, I've had four four hours or whatever out of it. It's um, cheaper than going to the pub. Go back it? to it, John. Do it. No, That's I think I, I think I will. I think I will. I was, I was going to go this this morning, but um, I ended up playing a couple of games in <laughs> League of Legends. So. <laughs> Uh, but but with friends off the forum, Beckle and Kev and um, Bill, so that's good. Um, I think that is about it, though, for um, for my video games. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. So um, what are we going to be playing this week, Vimesy? Um, more Planet Side Two. Hopefully, I, I want to try and get involved in some some big outfits and, and, and some big battles just to see, just to test it as far as I can. And I really want to finish the storyline to Far Cry 3. Uh, I'm not about doing all the little side quests and stuff, but I want to finish the storyline at least. Okay, me. So, yeah, I'm going to obviously jump on COD. And uh, I've just bought myself a gamepad. Amazon should be here in a couple of days. So that hopefully uh, accelerate me along a bit quicker. You did uh, you get the P? You did get a PC one. You haven't just gone yes. and got a wireless Xbox one, no? No, I want a wide one that's uh, PC compatible. So uh, 
that'll come in a couple of days. Uh, so that'll be great. I'm looking forward to that. And maybe, I mean, I hate straying away from the keyboard and mouse because it's, to me, if I'm on a gamepad, I want to sit on my sofa and play. You know, if I'm in front of a, you know, a PC, I want to sit there with a keyboard and a mouse. But, you know, hey, I'll give it a go, see how I get on. Um, so I'll be playing that. And uh, I was just putting on the, on the show notes, I think Beastie was typing back, uh, Warface, I've been trying to find out when that's going to come out. Uh, every time I go in, it still says it's coming, you know, hold tight. You know, I'm really keen to start playing Warface, uh, which is the online free-to-play, um, I guess it's like a Counter-Strike type thing, isn't it? I'm just yeah. really keen to get my teeth yes. into that. But when is it going to come? Uh-huh. It said December, and it's now nearly, you know, January. So uh, I was hoping the Christmas period I could sit and, you know, play it for hours, but um, doesn't look like it's going to happen, does it? I don't think it's this year now. In fact, I'm pretty certain. No, it won't be. It won't be this year. Well, get yourself Planetside Two instead, Pete. Well, you know what? I, again, talking when I was in um, Asda the other day, so I saw Far Cry as well, and I thought, "Ooh, Far Cry!" Uh, and also saw um, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, as well. And I thought, "Ooh, you know, which do I buy one of those? Which one do I buy?" And in you're the not end, short of games, Pete. You're not sure. On I'm games, not sure of games. Enough around there, and they're all dropping to cheapest chips prices. So you yeah, yeah, that yeah. Far Cry, thirteen ninety nine, mate. I That's really, I bought really, it brand and, new, less than twenty. You know, on launch yeah. day, so yeah. it's brilliant. I don't know what I get with this. I, I looked at the game site, and there was a twenty ninety nine version, and then thirty ninety nine version. The twenty ninety nine version said it was the Lost Expeditions version. Yeah, some new right. missions and stuff. That's all. It's just extra content. Extra content. Oh, I, I wouldn't get around to doing you won't, that. You anyway. won't. Yeah, you won't need that anyway. No. Okay, cool. So that's <laughs> worth uh, looking into, Pete. If you if you're interested in that. No, I'll have a look at that. And they said the other thing is now it's Christmas time is usually when we get the old Wii out and we'll start playing a few uh, a few games on that, I guess, with uh, the kids and stuff. So, uh, you want to uh, drag your I... missus and your kids over here, mate? I've got a Wii U. And they can, uh... Yeah, I want to see that. I really want to see one. I'm not I mean, using it, John. You should just give him it for the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm hoping it was going to get some use with nephews and stuff coming over. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are you were saying about the range of the controller is not that far, is it? You were saying, or was it? You no, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can, I can't, I can't go more than five meters. Really? So it's not obviously on two point four gig then the wireless. It must be on some chunky low power radio band. I don't think it's um, a wireless signal. I think it's got a, a direct signal based system. I'm not sure what it is, but I think you have to be within view it, view like eye point, view point, of the yeah. yeah. Think so. Interesting. Oh, I mean, that's that's a shame, but um, but hey, that's cool. I was just thinking, you know, if it was, like, why can't they just? If you're hooked up to your Wi-Fi network, why, you know, it'd be great if you could just, you know, bounce it through that, and you could be anywhere in the house. But anyway, there we go. Well, so that's that's, that's me. Um, I'm gonna plan to finish off um, Walking Dead. Hopefully, I might. I'm trying to work out whether I start from the beginning again. Or start with um, episode four and accept the fact that it's going to be a not my save file, which is a bit irritating. Um, I've got a couple of other uh, presents, um, and I'm going to play them hopefully in the next week. Um, Castle Crashers, uh, um, which is a two-dimensional kind of. I'm not quite actually sure the details on it, but no, it's, it's a 2D game. It looks quite pretty. Um, Hero Academy, which I think can be looks like it plays a bit. Like um, XCOM, it looks like a turn-based kind of grid system game. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm going to crack on a bit more um, Stealth Bastard Deluxe, mainly so I can say that that again as a as a name because um, <laughs> it's my favourite. But yeah, that's probably me. Cool. Well, I think I'm going to have to 
carry on with try playing adventure games rather than League of Legends. So I'm gonna. I think if if I had time to play something now, I would be launching Far Cry Three. Um, but I don't, so um, I won't. So, um, but yeah, Far Cry Three is my uh, why I'm aiming at at the moment. Um, I'm getting pinged by Vimesy, who clearly needs to go to the toilet because he wants to have a break. <laughs> Just a bit of behind oh, the scenes there. So, for the last yeah. hour or whatever it is, um, if you heard a strange kind of strainedness <laughs> in his voice, it's because he needs a piss or a shit. So, um, if you if you hadn't. Then go back and listen to it again and see if you can spot one. <laughs> so we'll have a quick break and then we'll um, come back. See you in a minute. Right. How was that, Vimes? Are you all right? Oh, I feel much better now. Relaxed, in control. Good. <laughs> cool. Let's, no talk, um, let's talk projects. Um Beastie, you've got some shiny new toys. Some shiny new toys, yeah. Um, my iPad Mini um, arrived. In fact, actually, um, Vimes, you got to sort, see it on uh, Thursday. I, get, I got to stroke his Mini. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's it's lovely. I've been been using it. Um, it came quite late, actually. A bit frustrating. The uh, for some reason, the, because it was couriered, it was two days late, which is I've not really come across <laughs> such a delay um, oh. with something's couriered. But um, it's a it's a lovely, lovely bit of kit. I'm really really like, like using it. Um, it's noticeably screen wise not as nice as the iPad uh, three or four. Um, how much that will great in the long term? I don't think it will. It's very light. The battery seems to hold out very well. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great. I mean, I obviously I'll update more as I kind of get to play with it a bit longer. But it's I mean it's like a small iPad. I mean that's exactly what it is. Nothing it seems to be. I think it shows how powerful the iPad 2 was. I believe it's pretty much identical technology. Mm. And probably on the whole, apart from the display, it hasn't really been required to uh, increase the power a great deal to make it a good device. I mean, I, have yeah, to say, I, I, I was one of the first people to sort of, when they announced the Mini, just sit there mocking it, saying, what the hell's the point in that? But I think we, we talked about this a bit on the podcast a few weeks ago. So, you know, I think all of us have popped into the Apple store just to have a, a quick fondle, as it were. Yeah. And it's amazing how it just feels really good. And you can kind of yeah. see, actually, yeah, if I have my time again, if, if, they, if you had that choice between the iPad and a Mini, I think most of us would probably pick up a Mini, in, 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 you know, realistically. It's just it's such a good size to have. Makes it much more portable, makes it easier yeah. to, to, to just to handle. And... Um, I've got a two, and um, obviously I can't tell the difference between the screen. The screen is absolutely fine to me. My eyes are so shot anyway. What's the hell's the point? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I noticed the rest of it anyway. So, yeah, I really liked it. Is it how heavy is it? Is it pretty light? Very light. I mean, it's really, what, really light. Yeah. I mean, what was interesting is the fact that the the magnetic cover probably weight. I mean, if you, that adds quite a significant amount of weight to it. If that makes yeah. sense, that's how yeah. uh, how light it is. It's very light, very thin. Um, but I think the idea was that it's something that I can use quite comfortably with one hand, um, and because the iPad. <laughs> Sorry, well, yeah, that's no, what's wrong. John, John. That I was going to make a really funny joke there, yeah. but I missed my <laughs> opportunity when you said it's really thin and really light. I thought, oh, you're describing me. Um, but again, no, comedy—it's all in the timing. Yeah. So carry yeah. on. Joke um, so, yeah, it wasn't the joke I thought you were going to make either. Um, 
but because the iPad, the, the iPad three is, I mean, it's quite heavy. I mean, hold it in one hand, read a book or something is not that comfortable. Yeah. Um, but the iPad mini is definitely a bit a lot more, a lot easier to use, a lot more flexible. But we'll see how we get on with it, and I'm going to see how the how well the battery life um, lasts. I've noticed I picked the 3G version up, and I think that has a definitely a, a negative effect on the on the battery. But I'm going to try and find ways to uh, fix that changes. I mean, but it goes to sleep or something that the the 3G turns off or something like that. Um, you disable work- the 3G separately, like like a. It's like aeroplane mode or nothing. Yeah, sure. I think you can, but I don't want to do that. I want to do it if I put it to sleep. It does that yeah. because I don't want to have to do. What, the, one of the beauties of the, of the Apple products on the whole is just the ease of use. I don't want to get involved in a a, a battery battle. I just want it to be basic and easy. But it must be a way of doing it. Um, yeah. I should look into um, the other other goodies I ordered. Um, are, I ordered a pair of headphones, and I'm in fact wearing them now. Um, they're by a, a company called. Uh, Grado or Grado, um, and they they say they make the best headphones in the world. Of course, they do. And I see someone's about to copy paste that just that name. Um, yeah, the Grado SR eighty I. Um, they're what they call like um, they're open headphones, so they you, you, they're not closed in any way. So you get a lot of sound leakage. They're really terrible for commuting or traveling next to somebody or walking down the road really but for indoor use the sound quality is just amazing the listen to music on them is really really good um must be interesting listening to the um the podcast because i'm using uh, kind of goes talking i can definitely hear a lot more of the kind of uh kind of background noise and kind of um yeah no it's it's they're they're really 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 pick up everything um Mm. i mean i mean they are meant to be fancy fans. I think I got them for about 120 quid for richer sounds, which isn't cheap by any stretch of imagination. But the idea is that they're going to be up there, the kind of like several hundred pound headphones. And so far I've been really impressed with them. Um, they're, they're very old school looking, very retro. Um, some people hate the design. I quite like retro stuff. So I, I quite like them. look a bit, look a bit when you're wearing the, like you're in a flying a bomber, or something like that. And I quite like that. <laughs> There's some um, sort of antenna thing poking out. I don't know. I'm looking at the wrong picture on the John Lewis website. What is that thing there? It's just a I sizing think, thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's just, is it? Yeah. That's all it is. It's just uh, moving the, uh, head, the, the the can headphones apart, apart from the band across your head. Um, that's all it is. Oh yeah. But, I see. Yeah. I see. Um, but they're um, yeah. I mean, like I I can't really recommend them enough. Actually, as headphones go, I mean, they're, they're not a headset. They're literally just headphones. Um, the cables are really thick and doesn't get cable doesn't get tied up with anything at all, which is great. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a as a person who's listened to music occasionally and it's not planned to kind of travel with them necessarily, I can't recommend them enough. They're they're amazing. Cool. But that's it for me. I'm in the market for some headphones. I okay, think mate. my when I'm at work, I like listening to music and um, annoying all my work colleagues with me air drumming and worse than that, um, desk drumming. Uh, for which I often receive a, I'm not, I was going to say a stapler, but something not quite <laughs> dangerous is a stapler to the back of my head, um, with me annoying them. But um, they they seem to have gone to shit, and they were pretty crap in the first place. So um, I'm probably going to replace them with either the new Apple EarPod things, which I understand mm-hmm. are supposed to be significantly better. 
But I think they look a bit weird, and they I'm do. not sure they're going to go in my ears properly. Um, so I'm thinking maybe I should replace that with some over-ear headphones, um, one which includes the microphone. Does this one that you, this one that you've bought can no. have a microphone in it? No, it doesn't. It's it, they're literally just headphones. I don't think there's any. I don't think they do any with microphone attachments. But I could be wrong. I didn't really look into that to be honest. I was in Tesco's today and. Um, uh, on a well, it's a related note. Uh, keep it on the quiet. I uh, I managed to find that Tesco's have got stock of the um, Kindle white paper that Amazon can't get to me before Christmas. So um, oh. I placed an order on Tesco Direct and went and picked it up from the store, and that um, that was a pretty good service. So um, fair play to you, Tesco Direct. Um, so yeah, anyway, I was wandering around. I sent one of the kids off to go and get the stuff for breakfast while I did the usual thing of wandering <laughs> around the DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff like that. I'm sure this is a familiar story for many people listening. And um, I saw the Beats by Dr. Dre solo HDs or, HDs or something. Oh, yeah, all the kids have got those. And um, they felt really nice. And I put, the, I put them on and they had a, a little thing playing. And it sounded great to me. Mm. I thought, ooh, they, these are... These sound really sound really good. Um, I've since come back and ha- and and that they actually do have a microphone in them as well, I believe. So it can wholly replace the, you know the the white earbuds that you get from your i you know your iPhone. But the trouble is, you have to walk around town with stuff over your fucking ears, looking like a middle aged vanilla ice. Um, <laughs> I think vanilla ice probably is middle aged now. Yeah, no, certainly. So, um, but they sounded great to me. But I came back and had a did the usual thing of looking at reviews and they weren't very well reviewed. They sounded fucking great to me and I, I kind of like the styling of them. So they're a consideration, but I think I, I maybe need to do a bit more investigation into it. One of the reasons I want this is because I'm going away. I'm going snowboarding in January. Um, I want to take my laptop, of course, so that um, if I decide not to go out on the piss or, or whatever and I might better get some gaming time in um, I'm not sure whether I can be asked to carry my Astros all the way over there with me um, so maybe I want something a bit smaller and more portable that you know kind of do all things to all men so uh, what I mean did you look at these beastie at all was this an option for you or were you very much looking for I mean you said you couldn't it's not closed so you couldn't really commute on them. I wouldn't sure. feel particularly comfortable on a plane if it was if a lot of my no. noise was coming out of my earphones. I, I wouldn't say they're acceptable for that. In all honesty, um, I I, put my, I actually aware was aware of this brand for quite some time. Um, but I think originally all you could get were their top of the range set, which like about a thousand pounds, and they've got like kind of hand cut mahogany on them and other sort of other sort of bells and whistles. Um, and I just thought, Do you know what? I need some headphones. I'm gonna get them um, for commuting um, because I use my headphones quite a lot, listening to podcasts um, and taking phone calls or whatever else. I've I got some Sennheiser. I think they're the MX70, something like that. Um, and they they're a great great pair of headphones for kind of travelling in air in air in air job uh, microphone there, so you can make any phone calls and talk to people. But you can control the volume and you can take and put down phone calls with them as well which is quite cool okay um sorry did you say they were in oh, i've muted again bloody stupid mute button um did you say they were in ear they are in ear yeah 
So, yeah, I mean, they. it depends how... I mean, I, I like in here for travelling around. I, it, they took some getting used to, um, but I've, they're, they're a really good pair of things. I mean, they're not... like they're, they're, I mean, I think you can get about 50 quid, something like that. But I think the simple fact that I can control the set volume of a podcast while I'm driving my car just by touching the kind of lapel, it's kind of useful. Um and if the phone rings, I can just press the button in the middle and pick the phone up, and then or put it down. And that, I mean, that's that's great. It'll switch straight to the what if I was listening to a podcast and the phone rings, I can touch the button, listen to the phone call, um, talk to somebody, go okay, see you later. Put it, put it, press it, put it, put it hang up, and it'll go straight back to the podcast and listen to it. It's really, um, it's really well done. Um, but for me, they're good because they, you're not going to get any disturbance from anybody else because they're proper in-ear design. Yeah. I think maybe I need to go in here for this day today. I'd feel I'd feel a bit conscious wandering around town, as I said, yeah. looking like you know like a bad boy from the streets. Um, and at work, I think maybe it'd be, be a bit too obvious if I turned up with some big over ear headphones kind of thing. I think I think I'll probably get some in ears then. Sorry, Pete, you're yeah. saying? I'll say they're, they're not very discreet, but the problem I've got with in ear headphones, so I keep putting them through the washing machine. So I'm just worried about spending 70 quid on a pair of nice headphones and they're just going to go through the washing machine like I usually do my iPhone ones. They seem to work fine afterwards, but I don't want to part lots of money and then end up washing them. You know, you so shouldn't like, be allowed to have nice things. Can I have my... Can I have my... Walking Dead comics back sooner rather than later, please. <laughs> you can, you can. Just have you got his, his, you his comic books kind of like rolled up in the back of your jean pocket or something? No, like no, yeah. they're they're nicely in, inside <laughs> a clear plastic folder. Each of each single individual copy is in a plastic little wallet, so to keep them nice and clean. So. Next to his Playboys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like my Astros are coming to on holiday to America with me then. So, um, and, and I'll, I've got a nice case for them. But I, I, you know, I, the thing with snowboarding is that um, it goes dark at four o'clock. Although I'm going there with a group of lads, um, you know, I'm not sure I want to be out boozing it up the whole time because um, if you're out till three every morning, then you can't really get up for the fresh snow if there is any. So um, um, I, I, I'm hoping to take my laptop and get some lol and other stuff in while I'm there. So uh, oh, that mountain air, though, when you, that really is a hangover cure for from heaven when you get up there you get on the chairlift and all of a sudden the hangover haze that you've got for me anyway just disappears yeah but it's getting to that point it's getting all your gear or getting out of bed getting all your (laughs) gear on fucking then walking up to the lift i mean i'm sure sure an hour after you get up you started making all the effort to get up there you're up there and you get a hangover cure but that first hour is a killer isn't it yeah okay I'll, I'll, i'll um I'll investigate that. Um, sorry to hijack that. Um, in brilliant kind of segueing, it seems that Vimesy, you've also got some new headphones. I do, um, but not for the same reason. I wanted some uh, basically for gaming on the PC specifically. Um, I was using, I've got a pair of uh, Turtle Beach X41s, which are the wireless uh, surround sound, well, pseudo surround sound headphones for the xbox and uh since i've been using my pc in the lounge more um i've obviously been using those more and more and i had to basically they don't connect natively with the pc you have to buy an ex- a kind of a cable with an adapter that uh turns you know you have to plug your, your wires into this adapter which turns into usb which then goes into the pc and i've never had much success with these 
with this particular adapter. It's never worked properly, so I just thought, screw it. Mm. So I went out and bought a pair of um, another Turtle Beach set of uh, X12s, which is uh, what I'm using now, actually. And these are just stereo wired, and I'm actually really, really impressed by them. I think they cost me um, 30 quid from Amazon. Um, and I am actually really, really impressed with them. They're closed eared. They've got uh, obviously a mic attachment. They've got the inline controls. So you've got your, uh, your mute slider. You've got a bass boost kind of adapter uh, dial on there as well. You've got the other thing I quite like about them is it's got not just the game volume, but the chat volume separate. Um, and it also means that you can, you kind of hear yourself when you're in game. You can hear yourself talking. So you don't end up shouting down the microphone um, because you can't hear yourself talk. Uh, and um, you know, isn't that confusing up, hearing yourself first, like an echo? No, cause it kind of happens in real time. So it's it just yeah. it, what it means is if the game volume is really loud, if if you're talking and you can't hear yourself talk, you obviously you up your volume subconsciously. Yeah. So you yeah. end up shouting into the microphone. Now, if you're doing that underneath my two-year-old daughter's bedroom, <laughs> uh, things get messy very quickly. And um, breakfast the next morning is a yeah, interesting. It's an interesting experience. Um, so there's no real latency, as we're saying. It's pretty. They're pretty much. No, no, they're pretty much on, on 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 par with everything. Cool. And I, you know, I'm using them loads at the moment, and um, I have to. Say, I'm just I'm just really impressed with them. So uh, for, for a kind of, I mean, they're only stereo sound, but for me, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Planetside with them and being able to kind of place people and and uh, you know where danger's coming from quite easily. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm really really impressed with them. They're they're actually recommended by a lot of people off the forum uh put a shout out just sort of said anyone recommend me anything and these are the ones that seems to be quite a lot of people are using and i can kind of see why they're just no nonsense no frills decent pair of pc um gaming headphones um should also work with the ps3 i think as well and i think again you can adapt them to you to work with the xbox but i'll just use my xbox ones for that um so yeah that and then um Lots of new toys coming. Actually, uh, Beastie came around on on Thursday on his on his way to his jaunts uh, and dropped off my new case, which is his old case, uh, which is a oh god, I can't remember the name of it now. A Silverstone FT03. Yes. Um, which is a lovely piece of kit. It's uh, basically um, a kind. If you looked at it from the top down, it's a lot squarer than most PCs, um, and it's uh, it's. Well, let me think now. It's about 24 centimetres wide-ish by about just under 50 centimetres high um, and about 30 centimetres deep. So it's, it's a much squarer design. It, it basically looks a bit, it kind of acts like a chimney. It draws all the air in from the base of the unit and pumps all the hot air out the top of the unit. Cool. Um, and the it just looks nice. And one of the reasons for getting this is at the moment I just have my big... Um, standard pc case slapped on the tv bench next to the telly and it looks fucking awful um you know and the missus is just like constantly hinting that's not staying there is it like, um, <laughs> actually i was kind of hoping it will so i've got this thing and it's 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 a really nice beautiful um very uh how would you say it? it's, it's it's um understated you know it just looks like a a kind of monolith it's got a slot loading dvd um cd drive whatever you want to call it so it's there's no sort of outer parts all the buttons all the all the um everything else is, is in the kind of top of the unit so you shouldn't even see any kind of wires protruding once i've got it all set up right and it just looks nice so all i need to do now is build it up uh which means i need to go and buy uh, a mini itx motherboard 
and then I need to basically strip out my PC um, and refit it all into this other case. So that'll be a job uh, for the Christmas holidays, I imagine. Um, because so it also supports micro ATX boards, which will probably be a bit easier for you. That's true, actually. Micro ATX, I must look those up as well. So I'll, I'll, I'm sure there'll be a post on forum at some point saying, all right, chaps, what do I have to do? Sure. I'm, I'm slightly nervous about... Um, Stripping away the CPU from the motherboard as well, uh, because I've never I done wouldn't that be. before. No, it's it's a piece of cake, mate. Really, it's not stripping at all. It just it's easier to remove than a plug from a wall. Honestly, yeah. What about the uh, if you're using like the the heatsink on top of it? Is the more one more concerned with? It's kind uh, of, I mean, depends how it's attached. I mean, stuff. It, it long as you make sure you remove the, the the screws and make sure it's it will come over. But once you remove the screws, and normally there's literally almost fall away. So thermal paste is a paste; it's not a glue, um, so it should just separate quite easily. Awesome. So I should be doing that. Um, probably I've got to order this this motherboard and then hopefully get that done over the Christmas week. Uh, I should have a nice nice matte black new monolithic PC case sitting in my lounge. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and what else? And I am also on the hunt for a new keyboard. Um, so as I mentioned previously, um, having real problems getting back into PC FPS just because of the, the, the whole keyboard element of it um, and navigating around it and, and having all these, you know, trying to use a keyboard for, for what is normally just pad shortcuts, I'm finding quite hard at the moment. And the fact that I'm using a kind of clunky Microsoft Office keyboard... <laughs> Uh, isn't helping matters at all. On the same uh, lines, I've been looking at one too, so we should probably compare notes. Yeah, well, I've been, I've been looking around, and I'm, I don't want to be spending shitloads of money. I can't see the point of spending, you know, eighty odd quid on a uh, something that all it seems to do is give me these kind of LED screens and macros and all this sort mm. of thing. I'm never going to use them. Um, I don't even know what kind of macros I'd write for for the games <laughs> that I want to use it for. So. Um, I'm probably the ones I'm looking for, looking at the moment. Well, the, the kind of the front runner is the Logitech um, G110 or whatever you want to call it, G110, okay. uh, which is kind of their entry level gaming key- keyboard. Which is um, it still has some macro stuff set up, but basically it's, it's it's backlit, so it's slightly backlit. So if it's low light, you can still see the keys. It's got um, nice kind of cable routing for underneath the keypad so at the back of the keypad in the center you've got a couple of audio jacks the, the, the mic in the headphone oh, and okay, the cool. as well at the back sticking out the back um so it kind of it, it would mean that i don't have to have loads of wires crossing my lounge into my pc i could just have one going into the, you know the keyboard basically um and then i could plug my mouse in and then a headset in if i wanted to or whatever Mm. Um, or maybe even a USB splitter at the back if I wanted to power more and more bits or pieces off it. But uh, it shall be. It, it will be interesting to sort of have a look at that. Um, still a movie. pricey keyboard, though. I mean, look, I just looked at it, and it's still fifty-eight pounds on Amazon at the moment, and that's uh, with yeah, a uh, yeah, about, about, about fifty-five quid, something like that. I'm, uh, I'm still recommend, mate. Honestly, the one I picked up, my the keypad MK5. Um, I'm just looking at now. You just you just uh, posted a link up for it, and it well, looks nice. Very that, very pretty. It's yeah. I mean that's why I, I think it's, it's dropped down by about twenty quid. I think since I bought it as well. Um, but this mechanical keyboard I use, the lighting you have three settings. You can set it. It's very very clear. The keys are, are noisy, but the they're very very um, precise. Um, yeah. And on that you do you have USB ports, um, headphone mic sockets as well. So you have those that that option 
um, going to use it, but I, I can't um, not recommend the Qpad MK5. I think it's been, it's been a great, 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 bit, great bit of kit, and I can't see myself replacing it for a very long time. Yeah, I looked at some of the yeah, I looked at some of the Satek ones. Um, they because they were about forty quid on on Amazon, but mm. that does look nice. I do worry because <laughs> there was some stuff in there that Microsoft's X Four and things like that. And I just, I, th- I think it's it's a bit like um, it's your it's your tactile kind of interface to the computer, so you want it to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it might be worth spending a little bit more money. I certainly. I'll keep that keypad in mind and um, have a look at it this week and see if I can convince the missus that another Christmas present is definitely in order. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, long but, term, it will last you a while, right? It will last you quite some time. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if my if my Microsoft Office keyboard has lasted me what seven years, yeah, a, a Microsoft wireless keyboard and mouse set that I bought um, when I sort of was, was dicking around with it, but I can't use that for gaming. It's rubbish i've just picked up a new mouse actually i just picked up the new um well not the new but a, a logitech g500 um for 40 quid and that's a beautiful piece of kit considering you know again i'm not a pro pc gamer or any by any means or stretch of the imagination i've been using everything from the standard kind of mouse that the oem mouse that comes with your new pc rig and i've been using uh, a wireless microsoft mouse and i've been using trackball mice so Anything's an improvement on this, but this Logitech G500 is just lovely. And I know that um, John was, I posted a link up on the forum, and John was going on with his Rat 3s and Rat 5s and Rat 7s, but. Um, <laughs> I've got a Rat 3 actually, which I'm really pleased with. Yeah, and a lot of people rate them, but I wanted something that was um, kind of what I was used to. It's, it's nice, it's got a nice weight to it. I like, the, I like the build quality on it. It's It's got, you know, some nice, simple features, and it's a nice. Kind of conservative looking mouse, and it just, it just wow! I tell you what, it makes a hell of a difference when you're playing playing a first person shooter. It's so precise, maps to your kind of the move of your hand really, really nicely. So I'm really pleased with that. So hopefully, um, in a couple of weeks' time, I'll have a new keyboard yeah. uh, as well. So I should be I should be gaming legend guy then. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's well, pretty. Yeah, keep me posted on that, Bungie, because so I'm. Well, I'm, I'm now. I'm just. I'm just. I'm, I've, uh, Beastie swayed me slightly. I'm now looking at all these basically keyboard porn. It all, <laughs> that does look rather good. sexy. It is eighty-five quid, though. It is eighty-five pounds, <laughs> but you do get a free Wow Mist of Pandaria PC game with it, which is nice. Which I, I have no intention of ever using. I could sell it, <laughs> yeah, sell it yeah. for a fiver or something. I don't know. So yeah, so that's that's what I've been. So it's 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 upgrading kit basically is what I've been up to. Cool, good. So uh, I guess me. So um, just talking about the old. Um, um, we talked about iPads earlier. I bought a Kindle Fire HD, uh, which I'm really pleased with. And then a few weeks later, I, uh, I won a, an iPad. You won an raffle. iPad? Yeah. Wow. So um, I kind of like, oh, why did I buy the Kindle Fire HD? You know, Is it but, a new iPad, one of the new ones? No, it's a 2. It's an iPad 2. So, uh, I was going to say, it, I, just, I was just thinking, just remembering that I, I lent you, a, I gave you that PC. but. <laughs> no, it's an old iPad. Too. Well, I say an old, you know, it's a nice iPad. But just going back to the Kindle Fire, I mean, I am really impressed with it. And the questions about the weight earlier that I was uh, saying to Beastie is that this thing's like a brick. I must admit, it is quite heavy. Oh, really? uh, it does feel like a book. But then I have got quite um, a hefty case for it, which is, well, I think you can only get one case for it at the minute. But it's very protective. I mean, I'm quite a clumsy, so in a way, it's quite good. Um, but it's just really nice. I mean, I wish I hadn't bought the 32 gig version because it's pointless because I haven't loaded any 
movies or music on it i've just literally been reading a few books and i've been streaming netflix and love film and and browsing the web on it which um you know i know reading was why i bought it but in fact i probably watched more movies on it than uh than actually read books. Whereas so, I uh, wish I had the 32 gig version of my iPad because I'm I always I'm always well, running out of space on that. I know what you mean because with the iPad though I've got everything already in iPad format. You know I've got iTunes, uh, yeah. Yeah, know, exactly. and, and that's that's the great thing about the the iPad. But because the the Kindle is uh, you know well, it's Android based obviously, and I don't I have to go and convert everything if I want, and I can't be bothered if I'm totally honest. And really I should probably use it as a book as intended and a coffee shop. It's a coffee shop book and browser thing, really, mm. and it's a nice little compact seven was it seven inch display, um, and I really love it, you know. And, and um, I probably would have chosen it over a, a kin- uh, sorry an iPad Mini anyway, but obviously winning this iPad Two was you know just a bonus. So I'm re- I'm really pleased with the iPad Two, but I must admit I do like my Kindle Fire. The screen is beautiful, it's really nice. Um, the thing that does annoy me is that you're constantly getting bombarded with adverts. I mean, okay, it's a lot cheaper than a. An oh, isn't, iPad. This the, isn't this the one where they've done it where you can buy the, the sixteen quid? I think to where you yeah, get adverts, unlock. and then but if you upgrade it, you get the version without adverts or something. Something that like one? that. You can pay some money, I think, to remove the adverts. And the advert is basically in the form of you know, like uh, you open up, you know, just before you, you know, you put in your pin code, you got like something staring at you, you know, buy this kind of thing. Yeah. Or, and when you're in your the the actual screen and you're looking at, you know, you got like a little carousel of, of your stuff down on the bottom. There's like you know purchases that people have recently bought but stuff like mm. you've got and they're trying to in, you know get you to buy things it doesn't really bother me that much um and i don't know what what does an ipad mini cost is that about three four hundred uh, quid 260 i think oh okay so okay this was 200 the the um the kindle so uh but yeah i'm really really pleased with it and um uh, you know it, it's um gonna hopefully make me read more <laughs> That's the intention. So, uh, but in fact, I've, I've just read uh, one of the books I read on there was a, a couple of guys who were dr- uh, walking from Land's End to John O'Groats, spending no money. And uh, they started off in their underpants, and that's quite quite enjoyable. It's called um, um, can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> awesome. I'm rambling on. So, it's, uh, uh, well, so iPad yet? Yeah, uh, Raspberry Pi. Been doing loads of stuff on my Raspberry Pi. I was out at a show in Germany uh, a few weeks back, and uh, I was uh, running the Xbox Media Center on it. I built an Atari um, emulator out of it, and I downloaded loads of old-school Atari games, um, which is quite good fun, playing Missile Command and things. And um, I've also uh, been messing about. They've got a 1080p camera that, that sits onto the board now, which is about $25 worth coming out next month, which that's quite good uh, fun to play around with. That was streaming 1080p video at 30 frames per second, which is pretty cool. On this little Raspberry Pi device, you know, which is only a you know, little 700 megahertz processor. Um, well, uh, yeah, I was saying to John earlier, I'm going to rebuild that PC you loaned me because it's um, it's a bit slow and it's having a funny five minutes all the time. So I need to crack on with that, I guess, over the Christmas period. I can't uh, see that, that your slow Steam download has got anything to do with um, uh, that. How, how have you? How is your laptop connected to the network? Well, I was doing it via... That's wireless, generally. Okay, uh, so how is your PC connected? Well, it's through the power line adapters, but I do use my wireless, my laptop through the power line adapters, right? So I'm getting... I've got a good connection. Uh, I just don't understand why it's so slow to... Um, every time you point at Steam and you want to download something... Uh, same when I tried to download League of Legends, so I went off to go and get League of Legends, and, and it was said it would take about, I don't know, 20 hours or something. So you think, that's ridiculous. I can't be right. You need to do so, uh, have you done a speedtest.net on your connection? 
Yeah, yeah, and I'm running at about seven megabit download, um, so it shouldn't be the download at all. I think the problem is is maybe there's something, some sort of bottleneck, because uh, you say it's fine on my laptop, it's just the PC. Here. Maybe it's the antivirus, maybe it's the antivirus, maybe it's doing a trickle. And it could it's wait, be. It's waiting for the whole, it's reporting a slow download, because uh, it's waiting for to download the whole thing before it does an antivirus scan on it. Okay. And therefore, and then what would happen if you left it, then it, everything would come through very quickly at once. This often happens with uh, antivirus gateway software that um, that, I, that I have implemented in the past. And everyone complains about, oh, I'm getting a really slow download of 1k <laughs> per second. And then all of a sudden, woof, it all comes through really quickly. Because until the, the whole file's downloaded, then the antivirus software can't, well, the, you know, the antivirus device, gateway device, can't... Um, can't analyze it so um it just sends a that you know because it's kind of acting as a proxy device it just sends you know a, a small report Packet. of a trickle yeah. of data coming through to the um to, to the npc to make sure that it doesn't close the connection okay but the reality is it has come down locally it's just not being reported i don't know that's that probably sounds a bit funny i mean by all means give it a rebuild take advantage of that ssd get yeah. it nice and fresh and, ha- and 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 how you want um uh so yeah uh, you know I'll so, do that. so that so you're you look at it and you think oh, this you know john's really done me really well here <laughs> giving me this i wonder if there's anything any prizes or anything that i might have won that i could uh <laughs> him or, or just you know generally you know thank him somehow <laughs> just give him a hug i think john just wants a hug no that's the last thing i want that no. <laughs> if you know can't what, plug I mean, it in i'm not fucking interested all right I'll buy you a nice christmas jumper which I can't oh, i've get got one you if you've watched my facebook i have seen it today it's, it's nice but it's no christmas pudding on it which is what i want one with a big christmas pudding on i can't find one anywhere so they're all sold out but uh we digress. Yeah, uh, let's get on with this because we're running out of time. <laughs> and then finally, just very briefly last night, I met probably uh, the oldest gamer I've ever met in my life. I think he was about 65, uh, talking to a guy last night at a party. And uh, I've never met anybody of that age group who who's into playing Call of Duty and on the, on the PC this is. And I told him about League of Legends that you're well into, and he's gone away and written that down, and I think he's going to go off and play that. And, oh, God, uh, that'll be the end of him. Yeah, yeah, that'll be the end of him. But uh, he, he uh, yeah, so I don't know how many uh, mature, mature gamers we've got out there, but, um, yeah, this guy was, uh, say, he was a late into it, so he didn't start messing about PCs till he was about 50. So, did you mention uh, the podcast, by the way? I did. I gave oh, oh. gave plug as well. So. Just checking. Absolutely. So there we go. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's about it, really, for me. Cool. Um, in the interest of moving on, and the fact that I haven't really got anything to say, um, I haven't got any projects. Um, I've still, I'm chickening out on the on the projector still. Um, I'm beginning to think: Do I really need 3D? And do I really need um, all of that? I do want 1080p, but I can achieve 1080p with an 800 quid purchase rather than a 2,800 quid purchase. So um, I'm being a bit chicken. Um, so um, more on that. As and when, um, cool. if you're interested in that sort of shit. Uh, let's crack on to movies, TVs and books. Pete, have you been watching anything? I have, as I say, I've, I've kind of got into the online viewing Love Film and Netflix. I know you've not had a great experience with, with Love Film, have you? But I've not issues at all. I've, I'm not, I was thinking about this. I'm not sure that it's not an issue with my uh, Mac Mini. 
It could be struggling with it. I think maybe I need to rebuild my Mac Mini. I um, I know that I have got an issue when I, with it when I was trying to implement some kind of um, syncing software. So I might just wipe that completely, rebuild it, bang Mountain Lion. I think the latest one is yeah, yeah. Mountain Lion. Because yeah. I've got I can put that on there for free because I upgraded my Mac Pro to that. So um, that's a nice little bonus that I can upgrade all of my devices because it, as long as it's through the same apple account i understand yep um so I, I might do that and see how that flies it should be able to handle it the graphics card is more than capable of stream playing 1080p um maybe it's okay. just having a bit of a benny um <laughs> okay so what so i've watched um the uh, the adjustment bureau i don't know whether you've seen that it's basically um born identity meets inception meets sliding doors uh if you like um Born Identity, and uh, it's got a bit of a uh, a sci-fi twist to it, I guess, then you should definitely watch that. It's got Matt Damon in it, and it was really good. I really enjoyed that. I'm not going to tell you too much about it, because it's one of those films, if I tell you, it'll totally spoil the plot. Um, I watched Young Guns, went back old school, really liked a bit of the old Young Guns. Um, I couldn't find number two on there, which I'd be disappointed about, so I'm going to have to go and buy that now on DVD somewhere off eBay. Um I watched some um, movie with a rock today, actually called Walking Tall. Anyone seen that? It's basically it. based on a true story. To watching it, yeah. no. Yeah, total typical rock film. You know, goes around beats a few people up. You know, good guy. Um, but uh, so I enjoyed that, and I finally got around again to my watching um, sort of comic book movies. Uh, the Fantastic Four again. I'd never seen the Fantastic Four, which John probably can't believe. So oh, I but, haven't seen it either. So. Ah, it was actually okay. It wasn't quite as good as what I was expecting after watching uh, Wolverine and and the X-Men, which I thought, oh, fantastic for that. looks really good. And it was okay. It was... That's another was... thing I lent you, isn't it? Yeah, I've got it yeah, here, actually. I need to bring it back. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just checking. So <laughs> it's, it's more for kids, really, fantastic for. I think they designed it to be more of a kid's uh, I think you're film. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you're right. And uh, it's, I remember watching it as a kid on the TV, you know, the cartoons and stuff. And uh, so I gave it a go. Uh, and finally, um, I sort of... I've been watching, again, a really old-school TV series, Ultimate Force with Ross Kemp. I love um, that programme. Oh, man, the t- about uh, 20 SES Red Troop. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's a guilty pleasure, it really it, is. It is, because it's a bit like Counter-Strike kind of thing, isn't it? It's all the, you know, I'm, thinking, I'm playing all It's these, such a... Oh, Ross Kemp is such a wanker, isn't it? It's so yeah. good. <laughs> He's such a bad actor as well. It's He's, awful. It is, but it's awful but good, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we we bought it. Um, I think it was one of those things. You sort of we bought the box set, the full all four series for about I don't know twenty five quid or something. Like. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Just a couple of two. Wow, well, must be longer than that. Five years ago, probably. Oh, this is and, a drama, not him. This, well, not not him be, when he goes and no, meets. No, 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 no. This isn't Kemp in Afghanistan or anything like this. This, this is a drama. It basically, uh, I think he plays a sergeant in. Um, yeah, Red Shoot Twenty Two SAS. Yeah, basically group, uh, and they go off on missions, and it's all you know. It's just they do it's black terrible. ops missions, don't they? And they do like they do like the traditional SAS storm and embassy yeah. type stuff. And, but it's but so the, over the top and so it is badly. The, actually, the first two series were actually quite good because the, the lead character in that I can't really act his name was brilliant in it. And there's yeah, really the uh, the young guy he got killed yeah. off. Jamie something or other. Yeah, Jamie, um, and he, he basically, yeah. the, the third and fourth series, he left, basically, and but they, they were just poor. They were quite poor series, but the first series was brilliant. But it's yeah. just so funny. It's just so, even my wife watched it and enjoyed it, because uh, <laughs> it was just, it was one of those films, it's a bit like watching 
it's not as bad as prison cell block H, but it's that kind of guilty <laughs> pleasure where it's that bad, it's good. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, I if agree. anybody's, it, it just, it's funny. It's it is. It is. Really, yeah, really go good. and watch it. I mean, if you like um, anything like that, sort of military wise, yeah, but like, it is yeah, sharp or something like that. If you're into sharps and things like that, um, yeah. it, it's that kind of cheese. It's just brilliant. Yeah, it is good. It is good. So that's me, really. Um, so beastie, I think you're up. Yeah, it's me. Um, yeah, I've uh, finally got to see Skyfall, uh, which I saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, cool. Very cool. hard to talk about it too much without Kim giving. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. I mean, it's clearly a kind of got t- so many homages to the older films. It's you can see it's the anniversary special. I mean, it's quite blatant. Yeah, um, but it's good fun. I mean, it's. It, I don't think it's, I enjoyed it as much as Casino Royale's kind of grittiness. Cause it was definitely a little bit more kind of lighthearted. But I mean. It's uh, definitely an, another. It's definitely still going in the direction I wanted to go from the older Bond films, which I find quite so tiresome. Um, yeah. But no, it's good. It's good. Um, I finished off watching well the up to the mid-season finale of Walking Dead, uh, which has been it's been really good, really really good. Um, it's still doing the great Woodbury storyline from the comic book. Um, and uh, they've they've done quite a lot of tinkering with it, but it's still a very oh, it's just brilliant, really very violent. They've clearly upped the budget, and it's our know, tasty zombie flesh is always good. Um, I will be hopefully going to see The Hobbit in the next week or so. Um, cool. I'm a big fan of the uh, the original three films. A little bit worried that um, Peter Jackson's been a bit overindulgent by making three bloody films. Mm. <laughs> Um, that was my thinking on it, uh, and he is known for being overindulgent. Um, when you think of King Kong somehow making a very short film, three hours long, um, mm. he can overbloat things. So we'll see how it goes. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be uh, making my girlfriend watch Home Alone because she's never seen it before, which I find never astounding. seen Home Alone. <sighs> wow, that's right. um, amazing. And for Christmas, it's uh, it's good. It was on television a few weeks ago, so I recorded it on my V Plus box. So we'll be um, settling down uh, when she breaks up for for um, Christmas, and um, hopefully enjoying a bit of um, Macaulay Culkin off of the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's it for me. Very good, John. Right. Sorry, I was um, muted. Awesome. And um, yeah, um, cool, excellent. Uh, I watched a couple of films this week. Um, I decided to. I bought, watched Men in Black three on oh, um, yes. on uh, Blu-ray, and uh, was stunned to realise that Men in Black three, which could have been a complete pile of poo, was infinitely better than that piece of dog shit Men in Black two. I agree. Um, we actually really quite enjoyed it. I thought it was um, really good fun, and um, yeah, it was good. Uh, not a lot to say about that. Um, and then uh, the other night we we watched on um, video on demand on Sky, which does seem to work very well. So maybe there is a problem with my um, love film. I, the fact the thing with Sky is it, is it starts downloading it and then you're able to start. Whereas love film, it doesn't seem to buffer it too much to me. That's, mm. that's my that's my impression. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. It, it does does. I mean that sounds a bit odd, mate. Because that, it's fine for me. I mean it's quicker than normally the effort of trying to find it get something working on my virgin box but i mean normally love films straight away pretty much i mean yeah. this is love film through a browser on a mac mini yeah, but yeah, maybe but my I'm, mac I'm, mini I'm, is... I'm talking about through a browser i mean it's on, on my main computer but 
through a browser still. I'll have a, I'll have a play when I can be asked, and maybe over Christmas. Um, just decided. Who doesn't love a good virus movie? I mean, I like Outbreak. Yeah. And um, we stumbled across Contagion, which I hadn't really heard of. Um, and I heard meant it's got Matt Damon in it. Um, who's Briefly, who was previously I mentioned. I like Matt Damon. Yeah, no, I, so do I. I mean, I think he's alright. I mean, but I mean, God, I mean, I don't know why the South Park guys really ripped the piss out of him in um, <laughs> in uh, uh, Team America. Team but, America. But, yeah. I mean, he's stuck with that now, hasn't he? But um, um, Contagion. Yeah, it was um, a different take. I thought on the regular virus story. It wasn't. You know, oh my God, we've got to do this to, uh, you know, we've got to find the host and you know, yeah. do that. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Outbreak. Outbreak's a great film, a proper rollicking, good laugh film. Yeah. Um, but Contagion was very much more it's dark. A rollicking, and... good laugh out loud <laughs> film. No, no, I didn't say. It just... But it's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, it's daft and everything else, but it's good fun. Um, Contagion's definitely got a, a more. Sinister tone, really, isn't it? The yeah, it's like... it's a lot darker, a lot starker, um, and something else that rhymes with that. Um, no, it's good. I, I can't say an awful lot. It's it, it's a virus. It's a, a, I, I'm guessing a pretty real world take on it. What might actually happen? Yeah, and um, proves to me that um, when the shit hits the fan, don't live in America because. Um, <laughs> I can well imagine that the Americans behave like that. I can't imagine that kind yes. of behaviour in the UK. No. Um, but then, uh, who knows? Um, See, I turned it off, John. I watched it for half an hour and I just couldn't get into it. I just, I had it on Love Film. I sat on my desk for like three weeks. I thought, I really must watch that film. And I watched the first half an hour and I thought, that was a load of crap. So I just put it back in the post. But I did, like you, I really enjoyed Outbreak. I thought that was a great film. And I just couldn't get into Contagion. No, no. I can, I can understand that because it's it's a bit slow and plotty. It's not. It is. You know, it's a bit more like a. Ooh, I don't know what to say. It's it was it was more it was more. Um, what was that Tinker Tailor Soldier? Yeah, Tinker Tailor oh, Soldier God. Spy. Than you know, it's a Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy version of Outbreak. Yeah, that was like pulling teeth. That thing. rather than, than you know another sp- you know a, a James Bond to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Do you know what I mean? It was a. Mm. It was a. Yeah a lot more kind of gritty, realistic, slow pace. But I enjoyed it, and it was good, and um, that's all there is to say about that. Okay, let's uh, let's move on from here. Um, there's no news. Oh, there is a news. Oh, there is. Yeah, Secret World Drop subscription fee. Anyone interested in this still? It's not much I'm to say, really. isn't it? Really? I was, I was quite interested. I, I had this when it was launched. I remember sitting here saying how wonderful I thought that one. I thought it was, it was a breath of fresh air in the MMO sort of world, and um, I'm, I'm quite interested in it. Um, I, they've kind of adapted a Guild Wars model uh, where they're charging, they're still charging you for the game up front, but there's no subscription after that. And I'm sure they'll do little microtransactions and stuff to keep to keep some money rolling. I just hope it perks up some more interest in to what was a different take on an MMO. It's actually trying to be a little bit more cerebral, a little bit more uh, more interesting way of looking at things so uh, yeah I, I may well even re-download it and, and give it another crack but if you want to hear more about the secret world then um listen to episode episode one three probably. three or something <laughs> but don't pay too much attention to episode one because as discussed that's a load of it dog shit awful. <laughs> yeah. so um 
Uh, next piece of news: you, Microsoft finally lifts Windows Store 18 rated games ban. I thought they agreed to this ages ago. This is just the implementation of it. Yeah, pretty it? much. I think it's it's just it's just happened. They 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 bunged um, games like Dishonored and Assassin's Creed and things like that, and they they've allowed them to be. Um, you know, Dishonored in 18. Was Dishonored in 18? I'm remember. pretty sure it was, wasn't it? Okay, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Either way, but it basically means that they, 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 I think it was back in October, they said they weren't going to do it. They weren't going to sell Peggy 18 rated tiles. Uh, and then they came back and said, oh, we're rethinking about it. But now they've actually allowed them to go back on sale. So that's, that's about it. It's been a slow week for news, but then again, it is Christmas. It is a very yeah. slow week for news. Um, releases, oh, I see here, nothing worth giving a shite about. So, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's pretty, pretty standard, really, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. heard someone saying that it was it on the main show. Steve was saying it's been a shit year for games. That's what? an appalling thing to say. It's been nonsense, isn't it? It's not ridiculous. You know what? I I agree with him. I think it's. I'm not a shit year for games. I just I I think certainly we're looking at the uh, blockbusters. No, no, not, look, yeah, looking at to an extent, but looking at the kind of game of the year thing, I've really struggled with it. There's, there's been nothing for me that's been. Of the kind of Portal Two Skyrim standard for me, there's nothing. Oh, um, but everything, it, but then everything else has brought his game up. I mean, there's a consistently high quality level, I think, this year. I mean, yeah, indie, I indie has been exceptional this year. Indie's been yeah, really good, which has been, been awesome. a saving grace for me. But on the whole, I, I kind of feel that there's nothing I can go. Well, that that was just uh, that easily beats everything else. There's not been that kind of game. And no, but I think there's been some games that have, I think across the board there have been some exceptionally high standard games out there. Uh, the one that the one that stands out to me hugely is Journey, without a doubt. I think that was still haven't finished. <sighs> How can you not finish it? It's two hours long, you muppet. I know. Fucking How can you I'm not have finished it? That's gonna, I'm going to finish that this week. There we are. I, I um, promised The Walking I Dead. If we, do our, if we do our Christmas ho-ho-ho special, um, we may well talk about our games of the year and things like that, so we might save that for them. But I think that the choices haven't been... You know, the, the, the few previous years, you can see, you sort of stand there and you think, right, well, there's been five outstanding games. Which one of those five is the best one? And this year has been much more of a, a huge number of very, very good games. But it's very difficult for one to stand up above the crowd. You yeah. know, depends on what floats your boat, and it's, it's that varied these days that you can't just turn around and say, oh, that's 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 the best shooter, therefore that's the best game. It's it's too varied for that now, and that's a good thing. Yeah, no, okay. Let's um let's move on because um we all have lives. Yeah, I wanna uh, go play some blobs. Yeah. I to, <laughs> um, do whatever. Um I can uh, Steam deals my my Mac Steam client just gives me shit every week. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with it. Can anyone give me a highlight? I think Crisis is the main things that are on offer at the moment, isn't it? Let's have a quick look. Uh, yeah, Crisis Crisis Collection nine ninety nine seventy off. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Crisis stuff. Um, any other good deals? The Tripwire inter- interactive bundle fifty pounds down to twelve pounds. I've got no idea what that what they are. Oh, Killing Floor. Um, lots of Killing. Floor. In fact, always seems completely Killing Floor based. Um, anything else good at the moment? Particularly more Not Crisis. Oh, not, not a great deal, but I, I do know that. Um, well, my understanding is that Steam sale for Christmas starts on the twentieth. Yeah, so, um, so you've got one day to buy money. lots of games before the world. Um, <laughs> yes, 
Of course. Yeah, basically. Suspend all your money on that. You may as well. There's nothing else, you know. End of the world sale. <laughs> right, yeah, let's let's move on because I'm aware that um uh, yeah, well, well, we need to move on. Um, we actually have got a quick tweet of geek this week. Um, it's quite a long one, so let's try and uh, get through this quite quickly. Um, this is from Machio, Machio Skywalker, who we've mentioned before, and we've got confused with his name. As a side, as a bottom note to this email, he said Machio is Gaelic for Matthew, rather hard to pronounce. So, though it's not Matthias. Skywalker or anything like that. It's Machel Skywalker. Pretty cool if his surname really is Skywalker. Though. That would be, <laughs> yeah. that would be pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. Um, hi, I know this is not really PC related, but I would like further info on the basics of setting up a home cinema via a projector and using an AV receiver. I'm in the process of buying an AV receiver after the holidays and have come across a good Sony receiver with great views and all the plugins I need for my surround system. TV, PS3, etc. My main query is about how the receiver will work. After I wire everything up, does that mean that I will be able to play my PS3 games in my surround system? My surround system came as a package, the DVD player of the 5.1 system. The speakers are wired into the back of the DVD player, but we are only able to use the DVD player with the surround system. So if I hook up these speakers to the receiver, would I then be able to listen to all my devices via the surround speakers? I'm also looking at getting a projector, perhaps around the 2K mark. I assume I can connect the connector, the connector projector to the, project, to the receiver and therefore be able to use the surround speakers with the projector. Also, blah, 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 blah. Um... Yes. Okay, um, the, all the receiver is is an amplifier. So what an amplifier typically does is it takes data or inputs and pump them out via your speakers. So first things first, yeah, either connect your current 5.1 speakers up to your receiver, okay? So anything that you plug into that will then be amplified out via those speakers. That's well, that could be dangerous, John, right? If his AV receiver's way more powerful than the speakers can handle from his little DVD system he's got. Um, so, yeah. No, no, <laughs> you, no you're, you're, you're right. Um, yeah, so obviously, you'd need, obviously you'd need to do that kind of research that I yes. think thought about. I, he says remembering all the aggravation he went through when he went and bought a load of speakers. Um, yeah... You, that might be something you need to consider. Yeah. I think there typically are settings on the receiver to to manage the the power that you output through the through the receiver. So you might need to look into that. And but other than that, yeah, it's just like a hub. You'll have yeah. three HDMI ins, one HDMI out. Okay, so your HDMI out goes to your projector, your PS3, your DVD player, and whatever via HDMI or component or you know even horrible composite or whatever just plug into that and then you'll switch you'll just switch it on your remote control to say i want the speakers to output this input coming from the dvd player or from the ps3 or from whatever so yeah and then it'll output the sound and then it will forward your um image out to the projector and yes so therefore you'll have the sound you may need to fiddle a little bit with audio delay to make sure that you know you get your limps lick excuse me lip sync correct but typically out of the box unless you're really sensitive that kind of thing um it should work fine any alternative opinions to that no i was me 
I was just going to say that, I mean, it sounds like what he's got already, those DVD players with the 5.1 systems, they are basically an AV amp all built into a DVD player, aren't they? So uh, you can obviously just, you know, disconnect everything from that and then get a separate AV amp. But yeah, you need to be careful with the speakers because if the the ohms matching is wrong or the uh, well the output power handling on the speakers, you know, you can quite easily blow with a quite nice new powerful AV receiver that he's going to buy. His speakers may not be able to handle it because a lot of these speakers you get with these you know five point one DVD players, they're not all that. You know, they're they're generally pretty low wattage RMS, so he could easily blow those. So just be careful about speakers. I might suggest that you drop your budget for your projector down a little bit and invest 500 quid of that in a nice surround sound package from Richard yeah, Sounds. Yeah, Richard Sounds, absolutely. Go to Richard Sounds and, and, and do that. Because, I've got a uh, really nice Mordant Short 5.1 system, which are small, kind of small speakers. That I've got. That's what I've got in this office room. In my front room, I've got um, some Mordant floor standards, so they're a lot bigger, kind of bookshelf mm. speakers and floor standards. But in here, I've got this really nice. Yeah, they're nice and small, and they they crack out a good sound, and they they work perfectly well with my Onkyo six o eight, I think it is. So you know, pretty powerful receiver. Um, <clears throat> one of your specific questions: um, Would I be able to play my PS3 games in my surround system? Is yes, you have um, the PS3 uses um, audio through the HDMI, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it also has an optical out, though, hasn't it? It does. Yes. So you can either use your HDMI, which is probably what you would want to do, or use your optical, which seems a bit pointless when you've got all your data going in via the HDMI anyway. I guess yeah. if you didn't have HDMI, then you were and you were using a component, or even God help us, a SCART or something, then <laughs> whatever. Um, I know that the 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 Xbox originally didn't output audio via the HDMI, as I recall. It didn't. Or, or it was uh, only it stereo. Yeah, there was something strange, wasn't there? Yeah, so for a long time I had my Xbox connected via HDMI into the receiver and using the optical port on the receiver as well, but obviously through firmware or something or some system update, um, my, um, my Xbox just um, uses, um, puts out a 5.1 around through my hdmi as well so that's all good so yeah i mean your receiver is just basically your home entertainment center hub basically mm-hmm. stuff goes in and where, where you want to go out out to you just switch between that yeah i hope that answers your question um uh, that that is all these questions nice to have a tweet geek on it guys mm. absolutely very good absolutely. thank you for that one and nice to have a decent answer for it yeah. change. <laughs> so uh, yeah good good spot on the ohms thing um p i don't really know too much about that um yeah just be careful when matching the speakers to the the, the spec of the amp because you can easily <laughs> easily blow them so. yeah you might want to just get rid of that dvd 5.1 thing um sell that maybe don't spend two grand on a projector it all depends i don't know and get yourself a nice 400 500 quid 5.1 um set of speakers which will work perfectly well with your amp yeah. Uh, nothing more I can say about that. Um, on to mass debate. Proton, uh, Captain Tangent, uh, we miss <laughs> him. So he suggested one for this. Um, he meant, wanted us to talk about the end of the world on Friday. Um, I'm conscious <laughs> of the time. 
I mean, do we, do we discuss this or do we just dis- <laughs> do we just dismiss this as nonsense and it's, move on? Well, I can only say this is utter, utter, utter nonsense. Hence. I don't even know why this gets even the little list of airtime on like the news. I don't. It's just bollocks. <laughs> you know, I I did, shout you to disprove it. That's the problem. Well, absolutely. Did you ever read the Bible code? Any of you guys that was talking about the end of the world that was predicted uh, that was supposed to be two thousand and ten or something or. Uh, but that that was basically where they decoded this sequence of in the Bible and they predicted world events um, that anything from the moon landing to the assassination of Kennedy and all these things that were decoded in the Bible. And then they apparently had an end of the world date, uh, which was what, about two years ago. If it was, of course, that never happened. So, uh, yeah, it's all bollocks, isn't it? Hopefully, I don't I know, two years ago, that was the end of the world. I did, yeah. I did read that NASA, NASA, well, NASA have released a video which they were going to release on the 22nd entitled Why the End of the World Didn't Happen Yesterday. But they've actually released that early, a week early. So um, you can go and... <laughs> They're all hidden in some underground layer. Obviously feeling under pressure. So you can go and check that out. That's quite interesting. It talks yeah. a lot about why the Mayan calendar ends on the 21st it doesn't end it kind of just rolls over like an odometer in a car so someone's right. misinterpreted that and um obviously if that if something was going to smash into us we'd have seen it by now um you know big fucking planets would be coming to smash into us would be the brightest thing in the sky so um that's clearly not going to happen um i did also read as well that um nasa have for a long time been getting emails and queries from people who are worried about this um, uh, and, and took it upon themselves to um, tell NASA that they were feeling suicidal about this possibility. Oh, uh, uh, that doesn't make any sense to me. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather be around if the fucking, if something all went to shit, at least it'd be, you know, more interesting than just hanging yourself well, or something. You would like. be going out with a bang, literally, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I don't know what that says. Americans. I'll just go and watch Armageddon, I think now on, oh. on uh, next week. <laughs> Great film, Armageddon. Who it's doesn't like love? Who doesn't fucking love a disaster movie? I oh. love 2012 and the day after tomorrow and all of that shit. I 2012, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're what great. was the one that they did that was the also like Armageddon, but was uh, exactly the same sort of storyline, but Deep Impact. Uh, Deep that's Impact. the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah, they all came out about the same time. They yeah, did. That's, that's got Morgan Freeman in it, and Morgan Freeman makes any film good. He does. He the man. Yeah, he the man. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, I was going to mention something that I read that Morgan Friedman had said, uh, publicly stated about these um, awful um, school school killings, but I don't think we need to go into that, really. I shouldn't have mentioned it. Um, So, uh, but that's fucking awful, isn't it? It is dreadful. (sighs) Americans. Um, um, Okay, let's let's bug out. I think that's a wrap, chap. So, um, next week, I think we're going to have a do a Christmas special, which um, the way I'm thinking at the moment might be all of the regular contributors to this show, all in and maybe one... even Pete. Maybe, maybe even Pete. <laughs> um, in in a in a in a one Skype chat, not necessarily going through the normal formula, but maybe talking about highs and lows of 2012. Mm-hmm. Whether that turns out to be a load of old shit and unruly with seven eight people talking over each other, That's I don't right, know. It's Christmas. Um, so how many Skype people can we have on? How many Skype? As many as you want. Is, is it? It's, yeah. Oh yeah. It's only, it only restricts video, unless you purchase um, 
uh, kind of you purchase ex- you know Skype extended. Why don't we have a Google Hangout instead? Do something, do something like that. No, no, no. Let's not discuss this. <laughs> we, we're still live on the air, Pete. Let's discuss this afterwards. Um, okay, so Game of the Year nominations going on the forums. Uh, yeah. We've got through the preliminary rounds. Uh, so we're left with the final 16 or 8, is it? 16? It's going to be a travesty anyway, either way. Yeah, I'm disappointed yeah, that Diablo, threw, Diablo 3 didn't get through, to be honest, because not- I... I thought uh, Diablo 3 was definitely one of the Save highlights for, for next me. week, John. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get involved in that, then go and vote on the, what are they, quarterfinals or fifth rounds or whatever you want to call them. The, the knockouts. The knockouts um, on the forum. Um, the usual spiel about donations and affiliate links. Um, especially, you know, I understand that the site is now hosted on a on a dedicated server so that costs more money and that kind of stuff um, and if you don't know anything about the forums and you haven't checked it out you should go and check it out because it's a really good place to hang out it's good fun lots of interesting chat on there and um, yeah, there's been a really good community built out of this isn't there mm, absolutely. Um, review us on iTunes uh, we've got some more good reviews this week thanks very much I was referred to as a megalomaniac millionaire which I thought was brilliant. Good work. They're not far from the chief, mate. Vimesy, you got a mention as well. Oh, I think Jesus, did I? Proton was mentioned as Captain. Apparently, Captain Tangent was my sidekick or your oh, sidekick. I can't remember what you were called. <laughs> you should go and check that out. Thank you good. very much. Uh, I'm, I'm saying thank you. I don't actually know what you wrote about me, but um, yeah, whatever. I didn't write it. I didn't say no. you. Whoever's listening, well, go and check it out. It's on um, on iTunes, and uh, if you haven't reviewed us yet. I'm talking to you three here. Um, yeah. Go review it. Um, <laughs> email's still a bit shitty. I need to sort that out with the um, with Steve and Jay and all that stuff. Um, so uh, presumably you can email mgpbitsatmaturegamepodcast.com and when I get my password sorted, then I'll be able to pick them up. Else, tweet or... Tweet. Whatever. Um, Facebook, Mature Game Podcast, just search for that. Twitter, MGP Bits for the show, and um, at UK Evil Homer for me. At Vimesy74 for me. At Pete Enwood for me. And as we all know, Beasts Don't Tweet. I'm going to get a t-shirt made with that. That's going <laughs> to be good. Is there anything else I've missed? No, nope, I think you've covered it all professionally Sorry? as always, John. Fabulous. Thank you very much for everyone for listening. Uh, hope to have you with us for the Christmas special next week um, I'm talking to you three and the listeners so I think that should be quite good fun um, other than that have a great Christmas no well, let's do that next week next week anyone who's not going to listen to the Christmas special because they don't want to listen to a Christmas special have a good Christmas um, but uh, yeah if anyone wants to get a, a nice Christmas jumper for them, please tweet me because all the shops are sold out and I need one for next week. Oh, I, I, sorry, I, I have to say this. Sorry, I'm, I'm so sorry. I know we want to get going. Um, one of my things that I did this week, or actually today, I went go-karting, okay? Oh, yeah. A new go-karting centre in Maidenhead called... Um... Oh, fuck, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> the Maidenhead go-karting Anyway, so we turn, up, we turn up there. It's... Um, uh, Jane's nephew's 18th birthday party. We, 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 it's been open a week, this place, but they've they've got another one in Slough. So they know what they're doing. It's all brand new kit and all nicely done out and whatever. So we get into the briefing and the guy says, it's a bit slippy out there because the, um, the track's new. 
It was fucking ridiculous. It was undrivable. That that is going slowly round in a non-race format, just trying to control the car to stop it spinning out every three seconds, is not go karting. If you can't, if you can't get it so that you have a go karting experience at your go karting centre, just because you've you know you're you know. Uh, the the tracks new don't fucking open the don't open until to the public until that's sorted it was absolutely fucking diabolical i'm i was really really sound like a really funny video though it was (laughs) fucking dreadful it was an absolute disgrace it's super shiny then obviously the floors there's no no grip so i i recommend that none of you no one in this world goes to whatever this new (laughs) go-karting thing is in in maidenhead what is it called Oh, fuck, I forgot what it's called. That's really annoying. Just search for Slough and Maidenhead go-karting. It's a fucking travesty. And if I wasn't, you know, the calm, collected person that I am, I'd have... I, well, in fact, I, I, I walked off in pro- protest and everyone else kept going round. And they were all saying, why did you leave? I said, because it's a fucking waste of time. John, are you sure it just wasn't that you were crap? No, mate, no, I, I swear <laughs> to God. You know what go Have you been? Have you been go kart? You know what go kart is like. It's about hooning it around a corner, just just trying to find that balance between yeah. going too yeah. fast, yeah. and you know, and uh, you know, uh, and and having control. But this you, this wasn't it. It was just a procession of people trying to drive on ice. It was there's no fun at all. Absolute waste of time. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, you cunt. You've wasted my day. And it was only because I wanted and to... There's our explicit rating. <laughs> it, it just annoyed me because I felt bad. I felt bad for walking off. But I'm not going to fucking do that. So, of course, all the family's like, oh, what did you come off? We were having a lot. We were having fun. I said to him, well, that's not fucking go-kart racing, is it? It's just driving around on a fucking ice skid pan. Waste of time. Um, on that note, <laughs> good awesome. night. Have a good, uh, <laughs> have a good week. See you later. Good night, good night everybody. Bye.